as a good friend of mine would say. Have you accepted Jesus as your personal savior? All right. Happy holidays, everybody. Welcome to the Dill Kokoro podcast. We have a super special episode today. We have the most people we have ever had on the podcast. I am joined in studio by Umi. Hi. I got Kinksy. Hello. And I got the Mama Luigi. Hello, hello. All right, guys. So we have to start this since it's the holiday season. We have to discuss what will be the game of the year of 2020. I am Jesus Christ. That's the name of the game. I'm not saying I am. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He really is. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> they can't I know. I can feel the cartilage in my knees ripping already from karma. Um, <laughs> Wait, are we really talking about this game? Because we're going to talk about the game. We're not going to talk about our religious beliefs. I'm going to say because I'm a biology major. All right. So, uh, game of the year. <laughs> and it's funny you say that, Umi, because. Um, as we're talking about this game, I'll pull up an article for you. Oh, no. Um, so <laughs> it's all surprises this time. Um, so in case you didn't see this trailer, which if you haven't, I don't know how you didn't, but uh, it spoils the ending because it shows him moving the rock at the end. It's supposed to be a first-person adventure game where you relive famous moments from the bible um i luigi i know as somebody who watches super mega like i do you're very excited for this because of all oh, your the weird gonna, bible they're gonna games. play the hell out of this game i but that's not really how this podcast goes we don't just sit here and talk about let's plays we want to watch so i wanted to break the ice with that um if you've if obviously if you're listening to this duh sorry we've had some drinks um when you listen to this you would have heard um the great ghost stories dub bring us in um and you know the greatest voice acting performance of all time had to go from our uh, jesus freak girl the purple air girl i can't remember her name <laughs> but um have you accepted I, the lord in christ jesus savior in your christ life? Is your lord savior yeah it's like all one thing nice ass. do not lust in your heart jesus you're right that was monica ryle right i think i think so yeah she went from like her like high-pitched like anime girl voice to like her normal voice going like oh wow that is a good (laughs) just like her human voice so this is gonna be a weird episode guys yes it is so getting into the news before we dig into the anime because we actually have to have an excuse to have a normal podcast before we dig into the weird shit (laughs) um i thought you'd be interested um thanks to luigi i just learned the other day who um Oh no! <laughs> I just learned who Greta um, Thunberg was. Thunberg. Thunberg, whatever the fuck her name is. Who? You don't know who this is. You're a biology oh, major. You just sake. said you are. I am, but doesn't mean I know names. Rewind thirty minutes ago. I'm trying to open a fucking bottle of wine. She goes, "Use that degree you just earned." At least it wasn't fucking biology. Okay, Excuse so, me. So, Jesus. So, so Gre- Greta was a. If you can remind me, I'm terrible with... Oh, you're talking about the the, girl that's been going around and talking about the environment. Yeah, she won Time Person of the Year. Yeah. Okay, so... I didn't have to know modern people for my science classes. I didn't know these old people that are all dead for my science classes. Right, so anyways, um, the maker of the famous um, series Full Metal Panic um, recently came out and said that... uh, what 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 did he exactly say? I'm trying to remember. He's, he dug into her in like really weird ways. But Let me uh, look it up. Because basically, 
when Luigi and I talked about this on the podcast we covered, um, it was the equivalent of okay, boomer. But um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. As a phrase, never thought I'd hear act someone actually say. Okay, I, I have his tweet pulled up or his now deleted tweet. Um, he said, I hate this kid. If I pulled the strings that controlled the world, I would like to snatch everything away from her, knock her into the dregs of hope and sneer. I want to make her eat a hot, delicious steak and watch her shed bitter tears. Oh, (laughs) but she's a child. That's sadistic. Yeah, he later apologized, but still, fuck. I think what people forget is she is a still tech. I mean, a well-educated, but she's still a child. A minor. Okay, I just looked up OK Boober in Japanese. Booma. (laughs) Yeah, you took Japanese. Yeah. Booma. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, she's only 16, so that's still pretty fucked yeah. for him to say. I work with kids, so anything that's geared towards kids and is negative or harmful, I find to be awful, yep. even if they're on the older end of being children. Yep. And that pivots right into what anime we're going to talk about today, because we're going to talk about some horror anime, because of course we are, because it's the Christmas cast, or the holiday cast. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, I can't say it like it's a Starbucks cup. So... I think her talking about not being able to stand by and um, take bad things happening to kids uh, is the perfect pivot into an anime that Kinksy recommended to me, Bakurano. So, yes, I started watching. Oh, I haven't seen this one yet. And I was telling you about this, Umi. Is that the video game one? But no, life? no. So this is oh. the one where I said that it was the I, I'm just going to explain the it. Giant you, robots. It, it is a robot. Yes, that's what I said, where they had they. They think they're playing a game. Yes, they think they're playing a game, but in reality, they're piloting a robot to save the world. And uh, earmuffs for five seconds, if you don't want to know the twist, um, for an anime that is older than dirt, um, whenever the one of the children operates the robot, they die. Well, if they're killed, they die. Yes, flower killed. No, like people like, die when they're killed. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. But I meant like if they're killed in the game, they no, die for real. Oh, no, no, like no matter period. what, no matter what, they pilot the robot, they're dead. So once you're hooked up to the machine to play well, the you get you game, get like you get like they get like transported into the robot. Everybody gets transported, but only one pilots. Oh, okay. And so it ranges from like it starts off where it's like kind of like shithead kids, and you're like, okay, cool, I, it, it's whatever. I mean, you don't want to see a kid die, but you know, like. This kid, like, beats the shit out of his family, so, you know, it's all right. Um, But then it progressively gets into, like, really bad, like, because, you know, it's not just straightforward enough that it's, I mean, it's not just bad enough that it has to be, like, you know, these kids dying to save the world. It's also, like, oh, yeah, this girl's um, was abused by her teacher or, like, this. Oh, yeah, you've got that far. That was, that's a horrible episode. That's a a rough one. Did you? And then she goes ballistic, tries to kill the teacher, only to find out that her sister was boinking the teacher the whole time, which makes it even weirder. But keep it in the family. Oh, <laughs> it's all relative. It's all relative. Oh, I personally think Dylan Dill has a softer stomach than I do. I think he does because he made a bet with me who would finish their show first, you or him. I oh, we're going to get won. to her show in a minute. I'm not done. It was an amazing show, but we'll keep with Dylan's right now. Stop doxing me. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna censor that. <laughs> I think it was a lot worse than what we just said to each other, but it'll just be censored. <laughs> fucking. Oh, I look forward to this. Oh man, no. Um, the episode that made me stop was the one where it was like the one kid is like the 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 sole source of income and life. Oh, that's a the, the family a hard of- episode. So, like, basically, the mom. I think the mom died and then the dad just left these kids behind. And then the one boy, he's like, again, these kids are like 11 and it's like this one boy is like taking care of his like three younger children. uh, His three younger children. Oh, there's three siblings. Tripping over my words. And you just got every time I make a mistake. Goodness gracious. Just pouncing on him. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just talk about another. Go ahead. Ooh. It was such a good show. All right, that's oh, great. Cool. So I, no, I loved how the way, I mean, yes, mm-hmm. it was like, what is the movie called where the people die? Final, Final Destination. Final Destination the anime. was like that. What's the, uh, what's the, but, uh, what's the, uh, what's the name of this movie where it's kind of like they're, it's like they're final and like. But um, I liked like, especially wasn't expecting the one for, I mean, I guess if people don't like spoilers, here's one. But when the one teacher comes in and cuts out his own throat, I'm like, wasn't expecting Ooh. that. But I like that they did that. Hmm. Oh, the umbrella scene. And all like the, the kids freaking out because they couldn't tell if the curse was happening or not. And then the teacher just comes in and everybody's sprayed in blood. The only thing I remember from that show, like knowing from the outside, was the umbrella stuff. That was the first one. That's that what I mean. Is. Like, it That's a legendary scene. Well. <laughs> and then when the how bonkers does it get? I mean, they go insane at the end. Everybody does. Everybody just flat I was, out goes insane. I was so upset when that one, you know, um, the one kid I'm with just, glasses. I'm, no, the Cinderella, <laughs> the one who's like, just she literally gets it right at the end. It's like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. So she's like, I, I do remember you. I know you were a bitch, but you didn't deserve that. <laughs> yes. And then, and then the final twist. Which um, are we going to spoil it here? Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, go on, Amy. Oh, where was the ant the whole time where yeah, she was killed a year ago and he Ooh. came, but it wiped all the memories. So everybody was used to students being the dead one, but it was actually a teacher that time because she wasn't, if you weren't satisfied the way you died, that's why you came back. I see. I haven't seen the show. It's, it's real so good. good. It's real good and real silly. And it, it's, it's, it's very campy in places. Sure. Especially the last like three episodes. Whenever they get to the mansion and fucked up shit starts happening on the school trip, that's where it goes completely off the rails. I really don't understand though. The mansion owners or the housekeepers, where the guy was sacrificed in the one room and the lady was going around killing everybody. I, they, I think it, they tried to explain, but they really didn't explain as to why that was happening. Unless the just curse went off the rails. was trying to get rid of people. You're using your hands a lot. <laughs> I have wine. You're like the dude in Snafu. They can't see my hands. I can. It's crazy how that show is done by PA Works, who's also done like, um, like Shirobako and like, uh-huh. not horrific shows. I mean, yeah, like, like, they, they do like very like normal tame. Like he was talking about Shirobako. That's about like the anime industry. Yeah. The one thing you can guarantee with PA Works is it's gonna look good. Yeah. Can you... If you want to see someone get impaled by an umbrella, you're never going to see it better. They also did the you... horse girl show. They did. Fuck. Dude, 
Dude, the horse it, girl. It, the show? horse girl. Oh show yeah, that show is really beautiful. Dark, doesn't it have a really dark twist too? Like like a backstory or like, I thought it like isn't there like a civil war arc? Wait, to is, it no, isn't that the, isn't that the centaur show? Yeah, you're thinking of a centaur's life. <laughs> centaur. I'm about to say, isn't there a centaur show where it's just the centaur and then people used to ride centaurs and they're like, well, you can't ride them anymore, and then everybody. That's that's what I. That's a completely different. The, What's the, the centaur? Horse show? The centaur school school show is completely different than the idle horse girl show. The idle yeah. horse girl show. <laughs> that's <laughs> actually what it is, and it's incredible. Get your equestrian shows right, Dill. Yeah, Jesus. Hey, listen. If you do that again, I'm kicking you off. <laughs> listen, Colonel. Don't start that. Do not start that. We You'll were starting with clap. a hard <laughs> We All are right. just burning through the anime. Um, uh, crap. I, uh, neither Umi nor Luigi watched Gare Zero. I don't think they did. Okay, no, but, I didn't have time. No, that's I fine. think you should we'll, give us we'll, a few we'll of your reactions, Dale. I like how he says he doesn't have time. I just flat out tell you, I didn't bother. Yeah, you didn't bother. You did watch four episodes at least. Did I? With me, yeah. Oh, yes, I did with you. What did you think of that first episode? Because Kingsley wants to will probably want to know. We actually That's the one with the sisters, right? What? No, which one are you talking about? Scissors. Sisters. Sisters. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, that well like It's the, the it's the demon SWAT team one. Oh, yeah. The first episode makes you think that it's gonna be I love that... that it was the twist where the girl actually died. I like it when it's something you're not expecting. I love not happy endings because Everything's got to be happy. It's like that's not real. Yeah. I like it when everything is sad. Well, oh, you, Umi, we live in very different worlds. You like happy? I <laughs> no, like he, just, he doesn't oh. like it when it's all sad, but he still seeks it out. I seek it out. <laughs> see, there's like my favorite anime is like super happy anime, but I like it when things don't fit the norm. Which anime is that, by the way? I can't ever say the name right, and it's on my phone right now, but uh-huh. it's over there. It's a great anime. I'm such- I can't remember. I have severe ADD. I can't remember names. There's one. There's one show that I love and I can never pronounce Um, it. It's I think is a Cora Na Kiss. I think is I I I probably said it really wrong. What's it about? Um, a girl who was in the dumb class and a boy who was in the really smart class, Uh and they she ended up having to live with his family, Mm -hmm. and it goes through their whole life all the way to where they get married and they have a kid, and it's just a really nice love story but it's like a romantic comedy and really silly and it's just very light-hearted sounds nice um Ed, you should you should like edit in here the name of this show is this yeah edit. Ed, uh, yeah edit it in translators know kakaiku <laughs> means plan <laughs> <laughs> i've shown you that meme right it's from like nope. De- death note where it's like oh it's ba- it's like the very shitty sam fan you've seen fan death subs. note right um, about that's like one of the greatest so, anime so, memes ever. So, so like back in like they had like the bad subtitle times when like nobody had official subtitles. Crunchyroll wasn't around. Uh, verbal meme. Um, <laughs> there's like um light. He's like sitting there. He's like like that shit eating grin he gets on his face when he kills someone. And and the translate the the note the subtitle says all according is it like kikaiku or how do you say yeah. it? Kikaku, yeah. Yeah, all according to Kikaku. And at the top it says translator's note. Kikaku means plan. So you should just put plan at the bottom. Give me a, give me a side smile. I was oh. literally getting the picture up as you were saying it. Do you have it? You just post it here. Yeah, I'm posting it. I, I, I wasn't trying to patronize you about your sh- your favorite show. I was curious. I'm just... 
Yeah. Here we go. I'm just gonna. You dump move this. too much. You're sitting here like you got. Da, da, da. Here you go. I'm just sending it to you. I have a half new liver. <laughs> and now you're killing it with alcohol. Yes. Yes. Oh, I am. according to Doctor K- never told me not to have alcohol. Okay, so before we get her into any further trouble, um, trouble with who? I don't know. Mr. Umi. Mr. Umi <laughs> doesn't give a shit about what I do. Is that because you beat him? Yes. <laughs> I was telling everybody, and I, this is probably awful for my listeners, but I was saying the other day about how I went to, I, I was leaving a kettlebell class and I saw the light was on in his office and I went in to see him and you were like, nope, sorry, your lover's not here. It's just me. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, have you played Pokemon? Yes. Has he, has he actually let you play Pokemon? <laughs> we both own the Switch. He can't tell me no. Right, I get it. But I know he's also been all about that competitive life. I'm home in the middle of the day. He's not. We have opposite work schedules. So, oh, so that's I get to play it when he's not home. I get it. I get it. So you have like the standard Switch, right? You don't have a Switch Lite? Yeah, we have the standard one. I ordered one that could go to the TV. I see. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice setting. Because I got Skyrim for it and I don't like playing it on the Switch. Yes. Skyrim. <laughs> 12 years later. Um, what? Skyrim is on every console. I'm pretty sure I could play my piano and Skyrim will come out of it. Yeah, it's coming out on the Game Boy Advance soon, I heard. Did I ever tell you guys? I don't even think I told you this story, Omi. There was a, I had a troop. Um, he brought his laptop to work to listen to the soundtrack for Skyrim, which, you know, you might think, oh, that's all right. You know, he listened to the official soundtrack on. No, he ran Skyrim on his laptop and listened to the in-game music. You can't just get on YouTube and soundtrack for Skyrim. He listened to it. So I got hold up. No, this was like 1995. They didn't have YouTube back then. Yeah, I was one. I was a workplace supervisor at the age of one. I was born. (laughs) I was born in a test tube. And they said, why do you think I like Mordred so much? I just relate to the character. (laughs) Test tube, baby. I mean, that's that's how they they try to explain it in fate. But you know how you know how the story of Mordred actually goes. Anyways, we're going off on tangent. But um, yeah, welcome to Tangent, the podcast. Um, I mean, you said you said you were getting through anime a bit too. So we had to go on a couple of tangents. Yeah, no, but like and the story ended well. Um, I gave him an iTunes card and he bought the soundtrack. So which I don't even think the soundtrack was on there. So I just gave him an iTunes card anyways. Getting back to what didn't end well, what was your uh, thoughts of Garray Zero's last stretch of episodes? So this is just between well you done. and me, and we have to tiptoe around because these two yes. haven't seen it, right? I thought they were beautiful. I actually it's incredible. Did. I think it's one, I, it's, it's one of my favorites. <clears throat> so you know, um, you know what I told you when I first started watching it, what I loved um, was the first, and you, you were here when watching this with me, I mean, um, there was the fight where they had in the subway. And yes. There's, and there's like the 12 seconds where like nothing happens. I don't think it would be like that, but I loved it because like you just saw the light flickering from the breaker box behind them. And that like really built the tension in a sword fight, which I think made like the sword fight a lot more uh, well thought out. I mean, as weird as that sounds, like I think like too many shows are like Cabinary of the Iron Fortress where it's just got to be bullets and everything at all seconds. Like things have to be with happening Sawano, with Sawano music blasting over everything. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, like constantly. You know? 
and I'll I'll edit in like the, that um Amir song there. So <laughs> oh, um I won't, but <laughs> editor. But yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um no, it's... but the en- the ending had a fight just like that when they're in the woods. That was yeah. really good. And it like, was, was really it the, sad. like the last ep- episode eleven when they're fighting through the city. I, and I'll say this, um, I'm not even going to pretend that Umi's going to actually watch it, so Luigi, when you actually get around to watching it, yes. I, there is a, you know it's coming because the way the story's structured, mm-hmm. when there's a huge heel turn, I think it could have used another episode. Not necessarily mm-hmm. that I thought the character needed to go through anymore, I just, I think that they blitzed a little bit too much in one episode. It's like just constantly bad shit happening to this character over and over again. And it's like they had enough bad shit happening to her that it could have been like an episode and a half. And then like had the second half of that episode be her heel turn. Do you think it would have been better if you'd watched it week to week? Uh, Are you saying this because you watched it week to week? No, I didn't actually. I watched it all at once. But I Um, thought it was fine personally. So, like, you're saying some people didn't like it week to week? Is that what you're insinuating at? Or No, I'm asking, do you think that if it's just because you watched it all at once, or do you think it's because it was week to week that it felt like it was rushed? One of the things, I always find it interesting to see how some shows hold I up. Even, I don't even know if I'd say rushed, it's just the pacing's weird. Because I think you could still get enough done with 12 episodes. I can tell they cut a corner with the budget because they reused that entire episode. So you remember the episode we were watching where she cuts, like, after the first episode, the second episode where she meets the sister in the subway and all that. And like, yes. Oh, yeah. So they re they reuse everything up through that episode. Okay. For the whole first half of that episode after she turns, which just, I get your recycling assets, but at the same time, it's like, if you would have just condensed this a little bit to like a scene or two, like, Oh, we're back here into where the show started. I think you could have stretched out a little bit more content. Like, I don't think you need another episode as much as you need. Um, um, you put it so well. I was I was off to a good start till you're moving your hands around. I mean, making fun of me. <laughs> so you're just going to chop her hands off for the next podcast. She's got a uh, oogie, oogie hands going the entire podcast <laughs> then. <laughs> which, would, would, which would be even more terrifying. And Luigi gets this as a monogatari. Oh she, yes. She goes to silence me with like there's this character in Monogatari. She's just got like you never see her hands because she's always on sleeves. And then the one time the character starts talking, she puts her hand out. You finally see her hand, and it's just black leather gloves, and she just puts her finger up to his mouth. It's real, it's real disheartening. Caress you with my nubs if you cut them off. What? <laughs> I don't want to hear about your nubs. I need more booze if I'm gonna hear about your nubs. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, trying to think if there's any more anime we would get to before we talk about real movies. Um, hey, no, like real, real movies, like real life movies. That we anime is real. What about life. the fake movies? I forgot about all the fake life movies that were going on. Um, you, Kingsy, told me to watch Golden Wind, and I've been loving it. It's great. It's, oh, like, it it's might, my, uh, it it's my, my second favorite. favorite part. It might be my favorite. Oh, I need to watch good. JoJo. Also, um, I just, I'm pretty sure, because, again, we've been kind of having some drinks. I think I told you guys before we start recording, throw it out there now. 
Um, I think because of the show, my mom thinks I might um, be, um, how do I? Yay. <laughs> put it so lightly. I was trying to put it lightly. You just went right, right for No, no, no. Because, what, um, yeah. Watching JoJo's makes you more straight. It's well, like you're empowering yourself. I, I, <laughs> you're like, I fuck kinda, yeah. I kind of think it's like the, I think it's this decade's uh, like Dragon Ball Z. Where it's like, you know, the dudes can like be closet weebs because like they'd be like, yeah, I'm into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but it's because they're buff, you know, like you ever see people uh, out and about like I was going to say gym, but um, like... <laughs> sorry, that's a good joke. <laughs> Me at the gym. Well, Umi works near a gym. So like the, the, you ever seen a guy wear like a Dragon Ball Z shirt, like when he's like working out, like they have the dumbest workout shirts where it's like. Train insane. Training um, to beat Goku. Yeah, or like, like, no. yeah, like trading, trading for the world tournament, or something like that. And it, or like, um, going Super Saiyan, like next like, Hokage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> trading to be, be Naruto's son. <laughs> Train to beat um, Boruto's dad. <laughs> Boruto's dad. <laughs> Next to Chiha, whatever. So, <laughs> but like they're bad shirts like that, like hot topic shirts. But like the dudes use it as an excuse to, uh, like, they're like, yeah, I'm a wee, but it's totally straight because it's Dragon Ball. Just do buff dudes beating the shit out of each other. Just, just guys being dudes. But that's how JoJo's is now. The only difference is, and I, I can't show it here, but like, you know, like my mom walks in and there's a part where they're like, oh, Jojo, what is going on over here? And then Jojo's like bent down, holding a piece of like a, holding a key, and his ass is like straight out, and he's like making a pose, and he's looking over, and he goes, "I don't know what's going on." He's got like his hand doing some sass, and they're like wearing right. like pink suits and shit. I love how you say it's like, oh, it's fine because they're manly, but as the series progress, they get more and more feminine. <laughs> they get well, more, more and more feminine. It's just and brilliant. And that's also because they're like the source material gets more and more feminine, yeah. right? Like was it like start like part part three is like part one to three, they're all built like fucking brick shit houses. And then you get to part <laughs> four and you get hit Josuke. And then you hit part part five and, and then everyone's Josuke. Josuke is a very, very pretty man. <laughs> but I, I really do like the And then the next protagonist <laughs> is a female, so that's gonna be even funnier. Right. And I'm I'm almost uh, the only thing I know about part six is that, uh, and this is going into the territory of the podcast I did with Luigi that's coming out at the end of January. But um, I I want Kira Buckland to be that character in the oh. dub because she is really talented, and I know that's something that she has been really pushing for, and I hope she gets it. You know who I hope does the opening? Who? Uh, I can never pronounce her name because I'm terrible at Japanese names, but it's the person who does the Gurren Lagan opening. Oh, like was that like the, I? That's the Shoko song's, something. The, the song's Sorario days, right? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But she's a uh, she's a massive JoJo fan, and I think giving her the part six opening would be incredible. It seems like they keep it in house for a lot. Like he, I saw like the first op- fighting gold. The first opening of part five is Coda again. Not it's so Koda. good though. But. I mean, I think my favorite opening from all JoJo's is part four. Uh, sorry, is the fourth opening from part uh, the second part of part three, where it's the the previous three singers. Oh, that's um, end of the world. 
That's, yeah. that's really good. It's right, so I, good. I, judging from Umi's face, I can tell we're icing out some of our podcasters here. So moving yeah. in, moving into um, real life uh, movies here. Um, we now we'll, all so of we've, us. We've, We've lost, we've lost the anime fans. We've lost the normies. Now we're just going to go back to them. Now. This is for like the diehards, all three of them, and the people who are just throwing sound clips together for their Tumblr call out of me. Um, <laughs> um, sorry. Um, we all watched Audition. Oh, because of Kinksy's recommendation. Kinksy, since you are the leader here, why don't you uh, initiate this conversation for us? Okay, so it's a story of a. I haven't watched the film in a long time, so off to a great start. Yeah, I I can't remember names. I can't remember names, but um, basically, a person's uh, wife has died, Mm -hmm. and he's been encouraged by his family to seek out a new girlfriend. Right. So, in the guise of a job interview, he starts kind of odd. Yeah, starts hosting auditions for a new girlfriend. Seems seems like an abuse of power, but okay. It is totally a piece of power. Mm-hmm. But however, um, things get weird when he, one girl he starts having a fascination with turns out to be a complete... Da, da, da. It's amazing. Right. She is in, she's probably... She's very scary, and, and the film is very makes you very uneasy. Sure. So before, and... we, get in, before we get into the uneasiness, I want to point <laughs> something out. I had the same response from two people involved with this. So Luigi said, something better not happen to the dog. And I knew which scene he was in, because the dog was in the, like one of the very first scenes. They put a good focus on the dog. Hold on. And then Umi pulled up her phone and went to, does the dog live? Or does the dog die? Yeah, there's a website. Because I showed her there's that. Because the movie we're going to talk about later, Hereditary, I told her to look it up, because I, I wouldn't tell her something happened to the dog. And she looked it up. Anyways. And I'm pretty sure John Wick's probably at the top of that. That one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, just so the only spoiler anybody worries about, the dog does die. But it's um, I was gonna say it's tasteful, but it really isn't. Like if you really think about it. I mean, it's, it's quite. It it's show quite anything thing. per se, but it's, it's quite like... fitting that we transition from JoJo into this movie. Oh yeah, because JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is known for killing dogs. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, remember I told you? I wanted, you remember I told you I wanted a Boston Terrier because there was a really cool Boston Terrier in in that. Does it die? It gets like cut in half. What oh. the fuck? You're remember, not allowed wait, to have Boston Terrier. Is that in the now? OVA or is that also the show? I uh, think it's no, in the, the OVA. OVA. The OVA is where it gets cut in half. Tragic. Right. So, like in the OVA, like this giant French guy, he's, he's like, he's like the dog had saved me, and then like. He's like, thank you. And he goes to pet pet the dog. And then the bad guy just shows up and he's just like, watch out, Iggy. And Iggy just gets cut in half. Oh and it's not just like, it can't just be like a little bit of blood. It's got to be like how it is in shows. Like, <laughs> we both lost our headphones as we did that. <laughs> that, that, um, that. That episode of the OVA is brutal. It kills off so many characters. Yeah, I mean, because that is like at the end. Sorry, back to audition. So I want to stop you there because I get that it was kind of like artsy. The um, the film I gotta stop looking at Ubi. Her finger guns are killing me. Um, <laughs> hey, she's just, try, she's just trying to derail. Well, it, it, the, it, when they're showing all the random auditions of all these different 
people. It gets so weird, and then it gets like progressively creepy because you're just like these two dudes are just completely manipulating these these people. And yeah, that's uh, some weird questions too. Yeah. Oh yeah, like some of the weird. You just went into this the freshest out, out of all of us, Luigi. So yeah, I just watched this about uh, five hours ago. Five hours. <laughs> like, but then like. I even said like at what le- at what point are you the cuz I don't think the other guy the other guy who was helping the main character I'm not even going to try to remember names he didn't know that he had this weird like fascination with the one the one no. uh, the one girl and that does come to bite him in the ass of course it does. At, one, at one point his friend is like um you better take like, chill out man like you don't got to yeah, jump into up, this like, too bad even before that happens, you see him progressively looking over at him. Like, he's like, bruh. What are you doing? <laughs> like, at first, it kind of seems like he's just kind of entertaining him for it. Just so, like, you know, to do it. And then as he continues asking these questions, because the guy, like, leans in even more, and he's just like, so, so you, you, you played piano? So, so why don't you tell me a little bit more about when you played piano? And then his buddy's just like, what the what is going on with this guy? Let's see. I think later, though, in the show, he tries the to show look, sound like my mom. Show, yeah. The movie, he looks up that girl, and he's like, "Hey, I'm finding nothing." And then these people that wasn't just, even later. That was like that, that was like ten. Later. That was like ten minutes that, later. That was, of that was like the next scene. I feel. But I feel like Umi experiences like, yeah, time okay. very different to the rest of us because <laughs> it was like, <laughs> no, I'm with you, but like. She's talking. She's talking about like the record label she worked for and stuff. And that guy disappeared. Yeah, and the guy just disappears. And he's like, "Hey, man, uh, this guy just doesn't exist." And then this other guy disappeared. He's like, "Man, I got my girl. I don't care." He's like, "That's time to sex. Bad for him. Will time to fuck." And only me. Jeez, God. <laughs> um, that's so fucking terrifying. So. Uh, Umi, when, at what point do you want to interject with uh, what you told me to make the angriest I've been with you in a year? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about because you don't ever tell me when I make you mad because you. Da, da, da. you no, no, I'm pretty sure you know. I okay, fine. She'll get her memory jogged here. She forgot when she, she forgot when she traumatized me. She was asking me a detail about the movie because she walked out of the room and she's like. It, you know, towards the end when he starts like having the weird dream sequence of all of the different dates he was on. That's so weird. Um, yes, it is. It's a weird movie. Period. But then, like, Umi's like, "Which date was this on?" And I'm like, "I'm pretty sure that was from their third date." And then she goes, "No, oh, no, Dylan, that's from the second date. You wouldn't. I know you wouldn't really be all that familiar with many second dates." Oh shit! Oh. You know what? You know what that calls for? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I gotta drink that. <laughs> Damn. And I oh, slammed man. a basketball into the ground. Walked and just got up. <laughs> I just didn't say anything to her. But you gave it to me later for that. Oh, dear. I mean, yes and no. I mean, um, speaking of Jesus girls, I mean, you were on my third date with a, with a double date. We went with you, Mr. Umi. Myself and Jesus Girl all went on a... And Jesus Girl did not talk really at all that whole time. It all comes back to Jesus. That's what I'm getting from this podcast. Jesus. We're just a bunch of good Christian people. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) 
So anyway, I'm, re- I'm regretting a lot die? right now. So I'm um, regretting a lot right now. I'm sitting here regretting a lot. Back to audition. Um, no, I mean, we didn't even get. To what get... does she say when she sticks the needles in him? Deeper, deeper, deeper. Yes, deeper, deeper, deeper. I was like, this is so scary. I mean, it was. I I found myself conflicted on the movie. We're looking at it from from a critical lens. Um. It was really ambitious. I, I always I feel bad because I use ambitious as like the qualifying word for like it didn't do good enough for me. I do think the concept of it was really good. Right. And I mean, I just feel like towards the end, its execution was kind of odd, like not even like in a like meant to be bizarre artistic way. It was like he it felt like the director had these ideas, but he didn't really quite understand the vision to like deliver it because there's it leaves a lot of holes in it because it's like there's a lot of exposition that he gets during his dream sequence after he gets knocked out by the girl. And it's like, how would he know this shit? Like I understand some of it. He's piecing together. Like when he's like realizing that the, um, the former lover, um, that the girl had and then the bar owner were, were murdered. Well, the guy wasn't murdered, but like, here's the thing. How would he know that the dude was in a sack? He had never, he had never been speaking of the guy in the sack. Yeah. He had never been, yeah, it is that, fucked up, uh, but it's it feels like he he had this idea like oh I have a really I have a really good idea for a fucked up scene, but he doesn't really like connect it. Like a lot of the like the dream sequences he's having, like seeing his wife and his and his you know like his kid when it was younger, like that kind of stuff makes sense. But the stuff like seeing the the girl's house, he'd never been to her house before. He had never seen the guy in the sack. Like unless he was just assuming that. It's really a stretch. But... I, I think it was trying to find as... Am I allowed to cuss on this? Yes, you're allowed oh, to swear. As loud as a f- da, da, da. way as possible to show what sh- how she actually was. You've sworn like four times so far. Have I? Yes. Uh, how I fucking dare you? I don't remember how this is. And then the thing I'm going to censor you for is... And I'm going to censor myself again for saying it here because I called you... Da, da, da. And that'll be censored too. Should I put it like the? Yeah. You should just make the censor noise. Oh, that's how I touch my Like the clip from the movie. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Um, but I, I back to audition. I wonder if those. wasn't saying kitty. If those dream sequence scenes weren't supposed to be from his perspective, but just like. Like exposition type scenes, like for us to know about, not yeah. for him. But then why have him in it? Yeah, yeah, that's why what I'm trying to. Why was he that's getting a blowjob from with. his son's friend? I mean, yeah, the entire time that exposition scene's happening, he's getting a BJ from like everybody in the movie. Period. <laughs> everyone. Ev- no, really, everyone. <laughs> Even the dog. <laughs> <laughs> what if he looked up and it was just mute, like the mutilated dog? Oh God. <laughs> What was the dog's name? Uh, uh, gang. gang. Or Gang. Gang. Like, I remember because we were making fun of him. It. it was like, what a weird name. If it were JoJo Dog, he'd be Gang Star. But... Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, 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 the movie has some very good set pieces. It, 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 again, it has really good ideas. I just don't think they fully knew how he was going to connect them. Yeah, I think it's a movie that sticks with me. I think it's, I watched it like when it around when it first came out so you were probably watching like early 2000s yeah like it's one of those films like battle royale which sticks in me forever mm-hmm. 
Oh, the Battle Royale's so good. Yeah, that, that's a good when one. I was I went for a phase of just watching like all the, they used to be like a, it would show like world movies on it was not the sci-fi channel it was like the equivalent of that now the previous equivalent on the UK and they would show all these like fucked up movies completely uncensored like at midnight I watched a lot of good horror movies back then I'm trying to think of something that, that, I, I like to think this film is why I, I'm scared of needles but I don't know maybe. so uh, I'm going to break the illusion here um, he's going to restroom but I think this is a perfect time for us to quickly talk about Midsummer. Because <laughs> oh. I was just thinking, like the three of us need to talk about it, but she hasn't seen it yet. So I'm gonna get like real close in because I don't want her to necessarily know. Okay. So because I don't want to spoil it for her, you know. No. Um, and this is definitely a movie. I think anybody who knows this movie knows this isn't the kind of movie you like show your friends necessarily. Like it's kind of <laughs> like you have to go experience it on your own because it's it has a lot of questions and like. Anyways, I'll let you guys go. Well, well Kingsley's the one who just watched it. Yeah, yeah, I watched both of these movies back to. I watched Hereditary, which we'll get to like when the movie gets back, and yes. Midsummer back to back. Yeah, I, I greatly prefer Midsummer. Midsummer was fucked up, and mm-hmm. I watched the director's cut. What do you prefer it was, about it? No, well, I think Hereditary just felt too long, and that, I'm saying that I thought Midsummer had more. I don't you know, also, watched, really you also watched the director's cut of. You also watched the director's cut of Hereditary, though. To be fair, yeah, I just so you can't really be like the movie was too long. There's there is. I mean. I just felt no. I actually I didn't watch the director's cut of Hereditary. So I think I'll just say this right now, just because you guys can keep talking, and yeah. when and if I don't want her to hear the spoilers, we can. Yeah. Um. I think that. Um. I think it's really fair to say Hereditary is every parent's nightmare, and I think that. Um. Or even like a child, maybe they have a, like a bad relationship with their parents, but I definitely think that. Um. <sighs> I think is every person that's been in a ter- like a turmoilous um sorry I'm bad with my pronunciation relationship yeah like in a bad relationship um that's their nightmare or someone who is like paranoid of like losing someone in a relationship like I, not like losing losing but like I definitely felt I got more connection to Midsummer than I did for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it feels and, more it's a way more personal movie and it's yeah it's a, I think it's a movie that I think it appeals to people more our age. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think like I, with that question in mind, I wonder as we age and like have kids, if um, hereditary <laughs> might connect with us a little bit more. Like, I think like that's the kind of movie that would really connect with people who have like issues with their parents. And then also like fears of how they parent or um, like that movie has a lot of moments where I think, I know we're supposed to be talking about mid talking more about hereditary sorry but um i think that movie has a lot more moments where it's like you would have a regret of wanting something back um i'll say the last thing because umi's just walking in i think that it plays on the um uh, midsummer plays on like it takes a very extravagant psychological horror um play out to what i think are a lot of people's like irrational um relationship fears so it's like, what if it's this? What if it's that? Like, you know, like one of the first scenes is like says that. And it as the movie goes on, it is definitely everything that is wrong with um like what they're these characters are assuming is it's like ten times worse than that. Yeah. But for me, it was like when I started watching it, it was like this film is has me on edge and I'm wondering what's gonna happen. And then the major thing where they start when people start jumping off cliffs Ooh. and it just goes all downhill from there, you're like, oh no. And it shows so much, like 
Hereditary has a scene where it shows you something horrible. This scene, this movie goes over and over. Like, like with like, the big hammer. The big hammer. Like <laughs> uh, like when he like, lands and it's like, oh no. Oh, and, and the, the legs. Oh. Yeah. And then obviously like the guy who's still fucking alive but strung up by his lungs at the end. Oh, and he looks like the butterfly? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that, that, that film. And then obviously like, the, the ending scene where she's like, where everything's gone to shit. <laughs> and fuck, and they just burnt all those people. If you didn't want to take it, why'd you take that shot? <laughs> what was the shot? Over she was pouring Captain Morgan. Oh, yeah. God. This, that, that film, I, I, it, I enjoyed right, she, it. She's got her mic. It might, be, it might be one of my favorite films of the year, as fucked up as it is. I think it. I think it's one of my favorite films of the year. And uh, there's no, good, no spoilers. Good She's got her headphone back on. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, I think we had a good talk about it. Like I yeah. mentioned the spoilery bits, <laughs> and like the the main girl who play like who plays the main girl, the main girl who she, plays the main girl. Yeah, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. who's who who stars as main girl? Yeah, she deserves like all the awards for her performance because holy shit! What if your What if your last name was like girl? And you name your your daughter, knowing she's going to be an aspiring actress one day. Girl, main main girl, main, or like main your last character. name's or, or like your last name's character, just like yeah. main. But then like you have to live with the repercussions of like your other kids are like supporting in like secondary protagonist <laughs> character, protagonist and deuteragonist, or like antagonist. Like oh thanks, I always knew because I was screaming so much that what dad thought of me. That's actually the next Ari Aster film. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. I am very like. It's. I'm very interested to see where he comes up next because yeah, I. I wonder what he'll do next. I don't know what. Like, I don't I'm, know where how it's going to go. I'm glad you guys like, like his films because, and I'm glad Proton likes them too, because most of the people I've interacted with are kind of snobs about it. Fuck those people. Which yeah. is funny because. His Ari Aster's films could easily be like films for film snobs because they have so much to digest. And it's interesting too because I almost think that these films, I feel like Midsummer was what everybody wanted us to be. If that makes sense. I liked us. I honestly liked us. Well, yeah, it's not as good as Get Out, but but that's what I'm saying. Get Out was fantastic. But I'm saying, like, well, that's the thing. Hereditary was fantastic, and I think Midsummer was too. I think Midsummer tops it. It's crazy. Well, that's what Me I mean. Too. But like, have you met anybody who said they thought Us was better than um, No, not a single person. Get Out, yeah, unless they true. were just trying to be a contrarian? Well, actually, I-, I thought that Us was a much deeper insight. If anything, more people hated Us. Us. Yeah, people hate Us in general, but... Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I went and saw, saw it in theaters, like, someone was like, the pe- two people I saw it with, like, I hate this movie. I was like, what? I thought that was good. I mean, it's also that's an it's a fair assessment though. Like I can see that with that film, I can see it going either way. But now that Umi's back, Umi, yes. Why don't you let everybody know what you would ask for for horror films before I introduced you to Hereditary? Quality? Like I don't want like jump scares. I don't like jump scares. Right. So she said, I don't I want j- jump scares. I wanted something that would be just fear as an essence. That that would fuck me up. Yeah, yeah. Don't that, say it like it's a question. Like I just fed it to you. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, I'm, no, I I'm, wanted, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Wanted I mean, things I'm, that were like 
I don't know, like in your face, scary, but jump scares I find to be cheap scares. You wanted a psychological. Yes, I wanted something that would mess me up, and Hereditary did that. I, I was ever since one scene in it, I was done for the rest. Which I do think I could rewatch it now, just find that I know what would happen. But like, jump in. You're 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 taking point on this one. Oh, say, but Hereditary, because you guys already talked about Hereditary. No. No. We were talking about Midsummer, but we were referencing Hereditary. We can't talk about Midsummer without mentioning. Do we have to say if there'll be spoilers or not? I mean, we've already. Okay, but like the scene. They just spoiled it. I was fine up to the show until the scene where the head gets popped off. The scene. And then after that, I was traumatized for the rest of the film. But I liked that that's what it was. I wasn't like fearful of anything, like as in like. Jump scares make you like, oh no, I'm gonna be scared by something. But hereditary, you just you felt fear in the moment instead of just like, oh, is something gonna be around the corner in right. the next scene? It- I, you know what I like? That's a great point you make too about momentary fear because I feel like each scene, it's like the anti jump scare movie because the thing that's meant to scare you was always in the shot. Yes. yes, like especially at the end when like there's the naked guy in the doorway. The mom, oh, the those mom, naked yeah. people creep me out. The mom's crawling on the ceiling, like when, she, when she's hitting see, her head. That's one yeah. thing with the film, though. I have an ir- irrational fear of crawling, specifically crawling. Oh, you couldn't! I, I remember you couldn't, I couldn't do tolerate. It. Any you were of the covering up she, your, your I think eyes. I would have did just fine with that movie towards the end, except for the mom was crawling around the ceiling and the floor. <laughs> I was done, and especially when she's banging her head, crawl in the crawling position on the ceiling. I can't do it. I my husband. Things it's hilarious to crawl around the house with the lights turned off because it scares me. <laughs> shit out Sounds of like him. Sounds like a good husband. Did did Mr. Umi do this more after? Did, did he do this more after that film? Because he came in after he got off work and he watched from probably right around the twist. Right after the head got popped off yeah. is when he started watching. And I say, but me with my way of thinking, I was like, well, how, what does the spinal cord look like when the head pops off? What did her? What did it all look like at the end? So I'm curious about that. But, but you, you end up seeing it. Though. You you end up seeing it, but... I think that is arguably the only jump scare in the movie, and it's super effective. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's a kid. The, it goes back to it being a kid. Because it's also like, the after she's crying, you think like, oh, it can't get any worse right there. But then it's also, you have the feelings of... Because you feel it the same way the actor, the the son is feeling it oh, too. Everybody yeah, in that movie feel like is the exact same. That When he's sitting in the car for like a solid minute, Staring oh, at the screen. It's such an uncomfortable He's scene. Like, because like, I thought the I thought the movie was going in a very different direction, and right. then that scene happens out of nowhere, and it's like, oh my god, oh and, fuck. And Umi brought up a good point about how you're traumatized for the rest of the film after that scene, and the characters are too. So you're in the same position as the characters are at that point. Like, like, like when she's, she's carving to make, to the make, accident. That's fucked up. Right. right. To, to like, make a, go on. Um, like, like when he's sitting in the car, processing, like, oh fuck, her head scene. just popped off. Yeah. It's like, so are we, and that's what that's why it's such a brilliant film as a as horror because it it just makes you like it makes you sit with he he he, the he leaves the happens. car he leaves the car running he but stares like, <clears throat> yeah anybody else he didn't sleep either he, he didn't sleep either he's just laying there. Yeah, and it didn't shock. fully process until he started hearing mom screaming. Which, by the way, Tony Collette was so fucking good in this movie. Oh, she's a who the son is, or is that the that's the mom? Oh, that's mom. 
Cause like, like we were saying about like screaming, that, that screaming is going to stick with me like the rest of my life. Like, like that wailing she has at first, like all the way through like the funeral. I would say I have had personal experiences. I've yeah. actually heard my mom scream like that. Yeah. So right. I, it, I, I don't know. I was expecting it, but anybody that hasn't heard it, then they know that's exactly how they would hear it or they would scream if that was their own child. Well, because it's like everybody thought that Tony Collette was going to have a good role in this because the one scene they show in the trailer, and I think you remember this, was you actually brought this up where like she's yelling at she's yelling at the son, like, I'm your mother. Like that's oh, a at the kitchen table. Yeah, that's a great scene, but that's like Whoops. like what? Like probably number four or five in the top five acting scenes for her. Like you have her monologue at the, at the the parents grieving um thing where she just goes on and on like talking to everybody and everyone's just staring at her like she's talking about her mom like that I think that's number one for me just because that takes the most like on screen acting like um you know what I'm talking about like right after the mom like after they go through like the funeral stuff for where she's coping with her mother mother dying yeah before the twist yes but like it has that one shot on her and you could tell it's all. You, Obviously, like they probably did several takes, but I mean, like her doing that whole spiel is like one, one go. Well, monologues are supposed to be like, the, yeah, the prime example of that actor's acting ability. Like that's at the top. That's so the top if of you her. Can do a monologue well, then you're not doing well at all. Right, and it's it's funny because, yes, this is a horrifying movie, but the people who are really thrown off from like psychological horror, but really appreciate acting. I just wish they got to see that kind of acting because see, it's, think, it's like a, it's on a pedestal. I think hereditary is a movie I could recommend to people that like films and midsummer is a film I would recommend to people who like horror. Yeah. That's, that's a very difference. Like I think hereditary is a great movie. That's that's scary. And midsummer is a scary movie. That's great. And you know, that's a great I can't, book. I can't, yeah, per- perfect way. I can't help the, the like, I'm not going to try to take, but if you read like the, um, and everybody hates this kind of person, so sorry. Um, like the blank, blank explained kind of stuff, like where people pull up shots throughout the movie that the director put in there or like conspiracy theories for it. You can tell when he's going to the party, the, telephone pole that she hits has the cult marking on it and they emphasize yeah yeah so so um yeah the, really like if you it, it you if you blink you miss it because that telephone pole the same one she hits it's Wait, i it's, saw that in the movie i said that's the same symbol as the grandma's necklace she did. and the mom's necklace she called it out everything but, the grandma stuff had that symbol she had that she had that hunch but obviously i'm watching a movie i'm not gonna be like oh is it <laughs> like I'm really good at when I'm watching a movie with someone, like, not, like, giving anything away. Like, I'm just still looking at the movie. I'm not saying anything, you know? Um, because I talk during the whole movie and I ask questions. Yeah, you so do. you just quit giving me answers. Engaging. Yeah, by the way, uh, one of the first we watched together, like, anime movies was uh, Madoka Magica. And they killed oh, the first... Wow. And they, oh, God. They killed the first... the ending. She, they, the, she, they killed the first witch and she's like, uh, are those former little girls that were making wishes and i'm like you fucking looked this up didn't you <laughs> did you did you no i didn't it was kind of obvious the way it was set up one the cat was weird and then two uh, uh, i'll have stand you know that they said hurry, hurry, hurry up make make a wish make a yeah i have you know qb is not a cat 
It's the fucking abomination. <laughs> Fuck you, babe. It's a nightmare. Hey, don't, say, don't say that about Cassandra Lee Morris. No, she's which great. Is funny, which is funny because she played Kyube and then she also played Morgana, which in Persona 5, that's the, that's the cat that's always like, you must be tired. Let's go to bed. It's really weird hearing her because she's also Ritsu in Kaon. Yeah, in Kaon. That's how I knew her first, too. Yeah, you and me both. God, you fucking dub watching scum. Oh, <laughs> you want to go <laughs> punk? Is a sub person, too? I mean, he's he's a sub master race, but you'll, you'll watch dubs. He's a, he's oh, a filthy you criminal. Watch the dubs. You say it like I hold you at gunpoint. <laughs> no, you're like, hey, let's watch this together. You're over. And I'll be like, okay, and it's always the dub, but I always watch the sub. Just ask if you want to watch it in the sub. I'm not going to tell you no. No, because you like to know if you know the oh, voice actor. Sake. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Okay. So, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> and if you thought that Cassandra Lee Morris was tan- tangentially related to Reddit, fill out your bingo card now. Oh fuck! I would I would love to see a bingo po- of this. When we get like twelve episodes in, what someone's made a bingo card of? The expectations. Uh, Dill makes reference to previous episodes. Um, Umi Dil makes get- fun of Dill. <laughs> Dil- yeah, oh, Dill gets God. mocked by by one of us two. There's a reference to one of Dill's figurines. We talk um, about we talk about snakes ass cheeks. <laughs> you always bring up snakes ass cheeks. What? Snake the game? No, like the Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Yeah. yeah so. We were, doing, we were doing this podcast, and I was talking about something really felt about how <laughs> a well-known voice actor, and this is something for someone to look forward to, I was talking about how a really well-known voice actor uh, voice acted a ninth grade English project I did, which where I wrote like a really shitty like Metal Gear fanfic. But this guy who would go on to be <laughs> this guy who would go on to be a really well-known voice actor voice acted it for me. And he did a really good snake voice. And then Luigi said, Colonel, the sound of my ass, ass cheeks clapping is learning them to <laughs> You couldn't even do it. You were it under like pressure. A very nice like, monologue about this person who helped him in his life. And I'm just like, Colonel, my ass cheeks. <laughs> They're clapping. <laughs> oh, God. This is just... You remember like how Metal Gear Solid 2 was the first time I saw Snake in proper 3D? And it was just nothing but that. <laughs> See, the only thing I know about Snake is a box. Yeah. And him hiding in a box. That's it. That's yeah, all it's I just know. a box. It's uh, just a box? Yeah. And an eye patch. Well, some some of the snakes have patches. There's more than one snake? Most of them have. Yeah, there's at least Solid four. Snake is a clone of Naked Snake. Naked Snake? Oh, I Hold wish on. he was Hold Naked Snake. snake. Naked Snake. <laughs> yeah, his name is I Wish He Was Naked Snake. Um, <laughs> no. Sorry, Mom. You're listening. I know somewhere you are. Um, <laughs> um, he goes... <laughs> you dropped your glasses. Yeah, I, gra- I dropped my glasses. So, um, Metal Gear Solid lore explained tangentially related to... Um, <laughs> uh, he turns into... <laughs> Does he throw a book into a fire and burn his husband, too? Oh my god, that fucking scene! That's mm-hmm. I, I was like, I knew something fucked up was going to happen. I knew it couldn't be a happy ending. I just like how the only coherent person that realized everything was fucked up is he coherent? Is the though? one that died? Is he coherent? Yes, yeah, he's very coherent. He he's like, we need to call the police. He's like, we can't call the police. It's too late. So and he's you, like, we you, gotta throw this book in the fire. He's Kinksy, like, ma'am, Kinksy, what is the fuck? Kingsey, you watched the director's cut? No, I did not. Yeah, you did. You told me. You just told me you did. 
No, I said I didn't. Okay, well, I don't know if there is a director's cut. Yeah, there is. There is. It's it's implied that he was her psychiatrist. Oh after, no! Af- after her his brother. Well, yeah, her brother killed himself because his mom was trying to put people in him. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like back to that speech that she's giving. I mean, sounds like a normal, like not normal, you schizophrenic know I mean? family, like a family with like mental health, and then like it's actually all cult shit. But, um. Anyways, before we get into a different topic there. So Big Boss is actually Naked Snake after he be- kills the boss. What makes him naked? Well, that's just his... Oh, you, uh, trust me. You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, in the, that's in the adults-only version. Well, no, because like now... Did either of you play Metal Gear? I want to make sure yes. I'm explaining this right. So um, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3. Metal yep. Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. It takes place during the Cold War. There is like this operative who is like, she is like the best of the best. They call her the boss. And she trains, yeah, like throw up your gangster science. That's what she, that's what movie's doing. Um, and she defects to the Soviet Union and then Naked Snake is um, sent to kill her. And after killing her, he gets the title of boss, but they call him Big Boss. So then he's naked snake and big boss. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Make, make, <laughs> make the mile long schlong movement. Um, gosh, me. Um, stop note, laughing really so hard. Game. You pull your headphone off of me. So as I'm continuing trying to explain the lore in like two minutes, um, stop it. Um, so big, <laughs> they clone big boss and there's three snakes. I'm going to keep going. You don't get your fucking Give it to me. So, stop fucking laughing at me. Stop it. Keep going. Explain it. Explain it. I'm listening. <laughs> Southern accent's coming out. Oh, yeehaw, y'all folks. This is taking me back to the time I met old Dale and I threw up, him. I threw up on him with my old cowgirl boots. <laughs> I had way enough to, to give blood. Giving that blood made me feel like I was getting right off. I was getting right off of that ra- Back to what we were talking about. You're going on a tangent again, sir. Talk about so, snakes. You're getting more. so red in the face. You didn't hear Luigi just now, but he said we're talking about snakes' ass cheeks. Yes, let's go back to the ass cheeks. I'm getting there. I'm telling you the backstory to the ass cheeks. So those ass cheeks were cloned. There's four, actually. Yeah. Oh God, is there ever? There's. Uh, one of them is president of the United States. There's <laughs> president of the United States. Solidus Snake is his name. That's America's ass. America's <laughs> ass is Solidus Snake. There is, for no no good reason, a British guy who looks nothing like them. He's called Liquid Snake. He's got a British accent and that ass in British. And does he come out of the naked snake? He I mean, did. They come all out they the all kind of technically do. And then. There is solid snake. <laughs> That's when you've left it. <laughs> and solid snake is the snake you follow through Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 4. I'm still trying to get through this. Um, you have to do a lot of editing to get this in two minutes. <laughs> Craig. There goes my headphone. You ain't getting it back. So Metal Gear... Peace Walker explains during the Cold War, uh, there was AI robots 
<laughs> they released the liquid snake on them and no that's metal gear solid 5 metal gear solid 5 no metal gear solid 4 this guy named revolver ocelot cuts has his hand cut off and he gets liquid snake's hand put onto his and he becomes liquid snake <laughs> what the juices from the hand be made him yes nice but he doesn't become explicitly British, so it's fine. He doesn't get the accent? No. Doesn't he act British, though? I thought he, he does. Did. Oh, no, here's the thing. The dude is Russian, defects to America, and, and then... becomes British? And becomes British, yes. He's going backwards all the way. You go Russian to America to British? That's just... Metal Gear Solid 4 ends with two might as well be naked old men beating each other to the death Off. on... T- <laughs> 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 I will apologize. Appropriate human being. Should we get back on topic? Because this yes, went very Dylan's doing terrible. <laughs> if you guys will reel this in, that'd be great. I'm more so the side person that talks. So yeah, um, speaking of hereditary. Uh, yeah, and but considering oh, my favorite part of medicine, my favorite part of hereditary, two naked old men just. Wrestle each other to the death. That's not far away from what hereditary is. No, it's just a bunch of naked people inside of a treehouse. No. I think if, if, if anything we can expect from Arias's future films, there will be there will be naked people. There's going to turn up. Could you guys answer my question about hereditary? Dylan can't. Is Go. the mother and then the grandmother? They're headless because she lost her head to become the next demon or the next devil, like Spawn. <laughs> So they're trying to be like in solidarity. They took off their heads as servants of her. I think so. It's something weird like that. Yeah. She was buried that with whole, her head and she was dug back up out a head. Yeah. Okay, because I've had that question for a while. I figured it was linked to the fact that she had to lose her head to become what was needed to be to take on the demon. I have, What's you know, I may have a new liver, but I tolerate alcohol a lot better. No, I... Guys, I'm always sober on the Anitate pod, and I laugh this much anyways, don't I? Not this much. I think you're a bit oh, over fu- today. Oh, shut up. I've had half a glass of wine. What the fuck? I've had a glass of wine and a shot. What? 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 What did you all just say? Everybody just now is guilty of saying something. So, what's the next So, topic? moving on. So, we have the <laughs> anime um, Secret Santa. Ooh, um, yes. So, I went ahead and randomly picked the names. I did randomly pick them. I just I didn't want to go through this trouble of like going through the website as we did it. So, everybody gets one person. We're gonna go around and everybody say what anime they picked. Secret Santa Exchange. Do we get to know our person first? No, you're gonna say what you pick. Oh shit! Oh fuck! I picked one picked out for each of you. Oh yeah. I just picked out one. Okay, well, let's... No, uh... I, I, I'm good, I'm good. No, I, I, I can pick one, not happy with anyone watching. Yeah, well, yeah. how about this? You guys don't say it out loud. I'll say who, the ones who had different ones picked out, and then the ones who just had a general pick will share them. Okay? Cool. So I think that's just Umi and I then, right? Because you each had something unique, right? Yes. Which, w- way to bring something <laughs> unique to the table. So, Umi. I can come up with two, at least. Umi, which anime did you pick? Uh, the Devil is a Part-Timer. I really, I really hope I don't get you then. Um, I picked one that's always a safe bet for everybody. Made in Abyss. 
Ooh. Which was our voted most, our best anime of 2017, right? Yes. Yeah. Was it number one? I wasn't here around then. Yeah, yeah, it was our number one. I, if I pull Umi, I'd be very excited to watch it because... I've already watched it. No, you haven't. You haven't watched Made in Abyss. You haven't seen Made in oh, Abyss. Oh, not Made in Abyss. No. I wa- I mixed it up with another one. Yeah. So Made in Abyss has a character named Mitty that reminds me of one of our dogs. Lily. Lily? Oh, yeah. no. Oh. oh, that's the blog oh, no. thing that you'd always... Fat-ass yeah. dog. Yep. All of our audio just cut out there. So, anyways. So... Umi said Devil's Part-Timer, so I'll just go and pull up the results. Starting off, Dill picks for Umi. All right, so I get to watch Made in Abyss. Umi picks for Luigi. Hey, I get to rewatch Devil's Part-Timer. Yep, and I knew there was going to be a lot of rewatches here, but later. You want to hear my second choice? Sure. Hang on, we'll get to that. It doesn't really work like that, I was, was going to say, if he doesn't want to watch Devil's Part-Timer, then my second choice was High School of the Dead as a garbage anime I watched. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, I watch, watch that one. Yeah, watch, watch, watch uh, that one instead. High School of Dead. Okay. It has terrible physics when it comes to anything. So. Yeah, physics. I think I've seen some gifts floating around. So King, oh god, Kingsy picks for Dill. Oh, <sighs> in, okay. In all, in typical me fashion, I picked seven shows, and I've got a list of them. And I picked <laughs> shows. I went through both your mouths and made sure neither of you had seen these shows. Dill, I'm going to give you my favorite anime ever. The fine favorite. My honest to God, if JoJo's wasn't... Okay, so, so this is good. This is a good show. Not- yeah. The show is Bakano. Mm. Okay. Bakano that a good, that's a Gugsy favorite, right? It, I, it's basically... I've cheated a bit because it's a 13-episode show, but it has another three episode specials that, that air after it. Those are optional. Okay. It was Tell my favorite show until JoJo's got an anime. Tell me about it. Is it the okay, manga so it, one? No. It, this is uh, this is based on a light novel. It's by the guy who did Da La La. Okay. It's set in the 1930s. 30s. And revolves around gangsters in New York and other things. And it's one of the it's basically the pulp fiction of anime. Can I watch it legally? Uh, I've have the DVDs, uh, the sub, and the dub is good. I've watched it like four. Times. Okay. If you can't watch it legally, you should just purchase it. It's going to be like 20 bucks. No, $20. It's not on because.moe, so it's probably not available legally. Well, we'll figure out something there. That leaves Luigi picking for Kingsy. Ooh, well, I think he's seen all the ones I had. So I'm just going to say Kingsy should watch slash rewatch Defrag. I have never seen Defrag. What? Oh, I know. It's it's one of my favorite comedy anime ever. Hmm. Okay. Um, and it has a stellar dub, and I've watched the sub too. Both of them are. I just think it's like gut bustingly hilarious. So I think you'll enjoy it. I look forward to this. I will awesome. watch Defrag. Wow! No, I is, totally is thought you would. This is super heartfelt. It went better than I expected. Wow. And Umi, I will be sending you. With the home media version of Made in I Abyss. just feel like you getting me. It's like, finally, I can make her watch something I've been telling her to watch for over a year now. Believe me, I was very excited about it. It's a Christmas miracle. I actually picked, uh, so, made, I picked Made in Abyss knowing that. So none of us have seen the shows have been given. Except for, I'm sure, like, well, yeah, she hasn't seen Made in Abyss. I picked Made in Abyss knowing that you would appreciate watching it again. Yeah. 
Um, I don't think I've ever actually seen the dub of VG. Of that's, which? No, of uh, Made in Abyss. That's that's part of the cult of Karbowski, isn't it? Yeah, I've never watched this series. I've only read the manga. Oh, shit. Okay, I was going to say, I think that's another one where Sentai's like, oh, we're doing a dub? There's a female character? Okay, Brit- Brittany Karbowski, let's go. Yeah, pretty much. That's every Sentai show. Not that she's bad, it's just... Which comes back to Ghost Stories, where she plays Leo's mom, and... Oh, boy. Anyways. Bring it back to Jesus Christ. Yeah. As it should be on the Christmas, for the Christmas podcast. Yeah. What are all the churches always saying? Like, don't take Christ out of the holidays. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't take Christ out of Christmas. Don't take Christ out of this pagan hey, I ritual. Got... Don't say pagan. <laughs> oh, yeah, we just talked about a... We talked about a pagan movie in the middle of the Fuck. Po- we have, we have Christmas podcast. This is definitely Jesus a pod- this is definitely a Christmas episode. Um, I did I ever t- this this is a good pivot into talking about like ho- real holiday stories. Did I ever tell you, Umi, that my dad grounded me because I wrote Xmas on something one time? <laughs> I know you did a report and you asked where your family was from. Mm-hmm. And he just told you America, and you failed that report. That's true. He he also told me if it we were supposed to go home and tell our parents what ask our parents what should we do if a stranger tries to take us, and my dad told me kick them in the nuts. And I said <laughs> very proudly, not realizing that it was an inappropriate thing to say. You know, you guys I had to ask your parents for that because we had self defense classes in elementary school. Yeah, but Texas. you were also in Texas. Yes, where you're allowed it, to shoot people down. The street because they stole something. They from teach me. you how to fire an M4 in third grade. <laughs> You're taught gun safety in elementary school. That is correct. Fire okay, on. so have you got a good uh, Christmas story, Luigi? Oh, a good Christmas story. story? Oh. A holiday. Let's be PC here. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck PC. We're literally calling this the Christmas special. I, I, expect, there, I... I expect there to be sleigh bells over this. This, is, a, this is actually the. This is actually the <laughs> day. This is. The the David Grohl special, I'll have you know. David Grohl. Um, What's it like growing up with David Grohl? You you know, David Grohl was my father, and we grew up alongside (laughs) Philip Collins. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So this all happened because a couple of... I brought up Dave Grohl, but I said David Grohl by mistake. And all of us were like, who the fuck is David Grohl? You don't know know who Dave Grohl is, do you? That's the face you're giving me. Dave Grohl... (laughs) Uh, Nirvana, uh, Foo Fighters. He's the Foo Fighters. Oh, he's the, he was the drummer, drummer. for yep. Nirvana. And yep. He's the best friend of the lead singer. And then now he's the guy with the really long hair and the really cool rock star that has people come up and sing with him at concerts. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. Way to recover. Good oh, old Like I said, David. I am terrible with names. You describe mm-hmm. people, I got it. But names, no. David Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> you see Shotgun a Beer with a fan just the other day? Like right as we were talking about that that night. Oh, did he actually? Yeah, like a, like a band, uh, like a fan was in the stands, and he had a. Beer. He asked the guy to give him a beer, and he shotgunned it with him. That's some BDE, <laughs> some big David energy. <laughs> big David energy. Big David energy. Big. There we go. Big David energy. You say as you take a drink. I just heard you. <laughs> oh, how'd you know? Um. No, I don't really have any exciting Halloween stories. I come from a... Halloween you know, stories! <laughs> did I say Halloween? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. I need another drink. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> um, I don't have any exciting Halloween stories either, or Christmas. 
It's pretty boring here in Canada. <laughs> I dressed up as Link for Halloween once. Bring it back to Halloween. Man, we got so much cultural representation here. We got the UK, we got Canada, we got America, we got Texas. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite country, Texas. It, it, it is. It, it, it was almost I, its own. No other state had a pledge for its own state till I moved to Ohio. Texas has a pledge for its own state, a, a loyalty for that state. I don't even know if Canada has a pledge. Do you want to use this time to explain, now that the Dilco Girl podcast has some listeners, how exactly you and I met? Oh, so how Dill and I met was in high school. He was a grade above me. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a day to give blood. The high school hosted a, a blood drive. At the gymnasium. It, I lied about how much I weighed to start out. I was tiny in high school. I mean, I'm still short now, but... You're still since, tiny, stop yeah, it. No, no. But I lied about my weight. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get blood. I'm going to do something. Great. Am I too loud? No, you're, you're fine. I was saying lean in more. Oh, you're, lean in. Oh, I'm sorry. You're fine. Um, so I decided to give blood. I, when he brought up the cowboy boots, I wore as much layers as I could to make weight. Yeah. and that's how that's how weight works yes because they didn't have you take <laughs> off your shoe so i had to make weight as much as possible <laughs> and um and i found out later that being short also affects how giving blood works on you because how your blood how your body cycles it but he i i'm giving blood my bag's almost filled he sits down next to me well um i passed out and then I was wakened by the smelling salts and I puked. Well, I puked everywhere and it got on him. And then, and then the next year. Before you do that, oh. can, I, can I give the part from when you passed out? Sure. So I get, I get like strapped down. Like, and people are like, oh, they don't strap people down when they give blood. You know what I mean? Like they got my, like they put the gauze on, they wrap, yeah. wrapped around my and arm. And have your arm lay on the thing. And then the lady's looking at you and going, are you okay there sweetheart and then like you're like yeah i'm good do you want some crackers or juice box no i'm okay she said that my eyes rolled back your eyes just roll straight the fuck back and then you just start yamming everywhere no, i fainted first then i started puking but it got all over me and then well that was the end of that well, yeah, I joined the varsity soccer team. <laughs> then he joined the varsity varsity soccer team, and he still has anger issues. If you guys I have, used to have anger. If you issues. guys have never, he has anger Don't issues. Don't say that now, because then that'll go on like the Tumblr call out. Years and from now. when I was in high school, I had anger issues. <sighs> I don't still have anger issues. Well, Dill, why are you was, so fucking angry? You're making me angry. <laughs> Stop it. He got angry and he punched the goalpost, which is oh, you what, know what a, a dumb loser. idea. <laughs> what and I was the only person because I was my mom was. A nurse and had I was growing up in Texas, everybody there has a suck it up mentality. So my mom taught me basic first aid. That's what it was. And we had no um sports person, like what is it called? The people that are the physical Athletic trainers. Training uh, staff. Yeah, we had none for soccer. They <laughs> our high school only paid for that football. None came out to soccer. So I had to bandage him up from punching the goalpost and hurting himself. And I'm like, hey, I puked on you, didn't I? And he's like, yep. And that's where our friendship began. That's beautiful. That's yeah, a Christmas miracle. That's a Halloween miracle. It is a Christmas miracle. Did I ever tell you about how the last time I gave blood, what happened? 
No. When I was, um, it was actually when I was in technical training after basic training, training for my job in the Air Force. We went to give blood together, like our class did. <clears throat> and um, the nurse they had was like in training and she missed my vein. Oh. And I got oh. a hemato- I got a hematoma. Oh, fuck. Hematoma anyway, because when no. you take out the needle, the blood seeps underneath and no. it causes a hematoma. Umi, I'm saying like, I almost called you by your actual name, Umi. Like it was like. Now keep in mind, you know, I wasn't as 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 ripped as I am now. <laughs> my um, my tiny little arm was like like that big around, and it was just completely bruised. And they're like, "Are you doing all right?" And I'm like, "My arm really hurts." And then they're like, "They're like, go ahead." I hate needles. They're like, "Go ahead and try to put your top back on because we have like." Our uniform, we wear a jacket, and my arm wouldn't fit through the jacket sleeve. Oh no! <laughs> like we have to put it back on, and I'm like, this really hurts. That's scary. So we, we had to march across the base. So you bled that much underneath the skin; it yeah. causes severe swelling. It was like that big. Did they have to pop it and let it drain? No. Oh, that's they don't care. They, they don't do for pain is let it drain. They don't care about their airmen that much. That's more cursed than audition. Yeah. <laughs> Stick a needle in the eye and oh, don't say nothing. That. Don't Stop. Say that. Oh, man. Deeper, Hol- deeper, holiday- deeper, deeper. Holiday stories. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Trying to think. Um, I will give my dad this. He kept the immersion of Santa really well because... You're saying Santa's not real? Oh. Fuck. Um... We all know Santa's not real, but Jesus Excuse Christ me? is. <laughs> the Dale Cockerell podcast will be back after these messages. <laughs> the inter- the, the, yeah. <laughs> like the little, like, happy, like, uh, public service. Um, like, you get, like, he does have a good voice for that. That sounded legit. I'm also Thank drunk, you. But... <laughs> I know you are. I blame um, the alcohol. So, anyways. Keep going by your Christmas story. The coolest thing my dad ever did in my childhood. Um, I, I, I got to really hand it to him because I'm, I'm trying to remember the exact details of this the right way. So he was like, hey, buddy, why don't you why don't you sleep in our bed tonight and then we'll just crash on the couch and then, you know, we'll come get you later. I'm like, cool. Yeah, whatever, dad. I lay down and then I start hearing some noise because he told me that he was going to get a shower. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then like, because the shower's running. And if there's one thing I know about my dad is he hates when the the shower's running and no one's in it. So um, I look out the window and I see Santa Claus on the roof. And I'm freaking the fuck out. I start yelling, Dad, Dad, there's Santa. My mom comes up and she's like, what's up, Dylan? I'm like, Santa was there. And I turn around and Santa's not there. Why don't you lay back down? And then my dad comes back out with like, you know, just in his underwear and a Bud Light. And then like, like, Dad, (laughs) that's still my dad. Dad, hey, there was Santa. And he's like, what? Okay. And, you know, putting two for two together as an adult now, I'm like, that was really cool that he did that. Because, like, and my dad's favorite story about Santa is that, well, first, the same year that I found out Santa wasn't real, um, <laughs> he almost told me the Easter Bunny wasn't real because he thought my mom didn't lay out chocolate. <laughs> like, she forgot to. <laughs> and, um... He's just like, son, we need to talk about something. And then my mom darts up real quick. She starts like sprinting across the um, 
just sprinting across the house. She opens up the front door and grabs some eggs. Like, look what look what the Easter Bunny brought. Like, oh. real quick. <laughs> See, that was one thing I never believed in was the Easter Bunny. I was like, well, there's no such thing as a giant bunny. Okay, but fast. Okay, I, I was an idiot. So I was an idiot, at, and I was <laughs> thirteen. Fuck it. Giant bunny 13. is fucking out I was 13, out okay? I'm going to say but, it one more time. I was 13. But fat, so, jolly, friendly person is definitely real. Listen. <laughs> listen. I do have to say, the jolly part is a little difficult to find these days. Oh, 100%. I, I don't believe how you can have the balls to tell your kids Santa exists these days. <laughs> the world fucking sucks. So anyways, at the tender age of 13, going on 14. Um, oh, that late? I said that like three Okay, anyways, because my parents were really good at keeping me immersed in, like, in a bubble until I was, like, 16. It's because you couldn't read Harry Potter. They didn't let me read Harry Potter either. You're right. <laughs> so, um, in my good Christian value household, what's so wrong with that? Um, when I, oh, I can't even remember how I, oh, yeah, no, my dad just outright just said one year, he's just, look, Dylan, Santa, he's not real. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, it, it's it's a load of shit. Santa's not real. And I like looked like I saw a car accident. And then I go upstairs and I close the door and I put, I'm putting my head like right into my sheets and wailing for like two hours. You, you look like the guy in Hereditary. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was the mom. Um, not the I, guy that just killed his sister, but the mom. That anyway, just so, her dead daughter. So I I walk back downstairs and like you know like. My eyes are like super like red from like all the crying, and I look my dad in the eyes and I say, "And my dad, this is my dad's favorite moment of saying." He said, "Raising me it was all worth this." I look him dead in the eyes and I go, "So you're gonna tell me there's no Easter Bunny either?" <laughs> <laughs> Did you say yeah? Yeah, and he and then he sat there and pat his old belly and laughed about it. You tell so me there's no woman who will come and take my fucking teeth. <laughs> I do have to say, so Get here fucked. we're Teen Titans. <laughs> no, real quick, we're going the we're going the Tooth Fairy and Teen Titans. Yeah, we we're all going. watch Teen Titans. We're all noobs. Right. What do you expect? I, I work with kids, so kids love Teen Titans Go. Okay. Well, there's an episode with a Tooth Fairy, but the Tooth Fairy eats the teeth, <laughs> and my husband da, da, da. he loves. The original Teen Titans. Yeah, I do too. But the Teen Titans Go, he said that episode made the show for him because it's so ridiculous that this thing is a teeth-eating competition. Oh, God. And that kids watch it. He goes, this is the most That's ridiculous thing. anything we've talked you know, about. No, they just popcorn. Oh, stop it. That's grosser than and anything. And so I thought- can't see the Tooth Fairy anyway. I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> you ever seen oh, Step Dale. Brothers? Yes. Again. <laughs> I think I... Th- uh, we have to renounce that we're getting a divorce. My... Saying that he was gonna be. He looked me dead in the eyes and said, said let's, let's, get go. It, let's get and it on. I thought he was. No, I have to censor that now, Umi. Oh, I can say fuck, but I can't say. Yes! I'm a woman. I feel like I get away with that more than you do. <laughs> I mean. Are you gonna deny that? All right, but to move on, who's the next? We'll be back after these messages. <laughs> it's like you watch. We haven't heard. Oh, that's, Jeopardy. that's Jeopardy. While you were talking, I thought of a, oh, I sorry. thought of a Christmas story I have. Hey. Um. So, 
Um, I'm from Canada, so obviously there's a lot of snow, and both my parents you say the seventh time. Yeah, have um, you're like Megan McCain. I, I mentioned Canada. I'm today. really from Canada. I swear. Um, God, it's like it's like Proton ever mentioning he's he lives in Japan. That never. I tell you, I live happens. in Japan. Did you know Proton lives in Japan? Um, Do you eat maple syrup. So maple syrup is the best. He just consumes no, it. There's a treat you think I'm drinking part? alcohol right no. now? Yeah, I'm just drinking and then you syrup. <laughs> like a popsicle because it. Oh, Umi, I love that he's making these zingers. Keep going. <laughs> um, I will. Oh, sorry. Keep going. No, uh, sorry. Um, so both my parents had snowmobiles. Um, <laughs> of course they go. <laughs> and this is, no one and, has cars in Canada. Exactly. That's how we got to work and. <laughs> On Christmas morning, I wake up and go to the living room, and there's a fucking snowmobile in the living room. How'd it get inside? That's what I'm getting to. And it was like a kid-sized snowmobile, because I was probably like, I want to say like 10 years old, and Santa brought it. And <laughs> then, then all the excitement wears down, I open up my other presents, and then I'm like, Dad, I want to ride this snowmobile. And... My poor dad has to fucking lift up this snowmobile and awkwardly drag oh, it out so, of out so of they, out so of the house. So they put overtime. it together, or, like made it to where it get in the house and everything. And then he did that all last, like the night before, and he had to drag it out because you wanted to ride it. Well, it came together. Oh, okay. It, it's like a machine, or like a. It's it's like a machine. Yeah, it's just like a machine. It's not a machine. It's only it's only somewhat sentient. Um, so he had to carry it out our front door, all awkwardly. Um, so that was just a funny story about waking up and seeing a goddamn snowmobile can, in our living can room. We, can we also be topical about real things? So have you guys heard about the Peloton controversy? What? The what? Yeah, you talking about the snowmobile reminded me of this. Have you seen the commercial? Umi, have you seen the commercial where the wife gets gifted the Peloton? Oh, the thing where the woman with the, the cycling thing. I've only that's, seen that's the Peloton. things on Facebook about, about how everyone's yeah. upset because it's like, everyone's like, well, is the husband really shaming her that much? Like, guess what, honey? You need to work out. But where it's like, meanwhile, like the day she gets it, she looks like she has like a six pack. So she probably won't. <laughs> want, she I would like one. Would I use it? No, baby. Like, hey, look but what my husband watch got me. These, Look, okay, so there's two things that I fucking can't stand during the holiday season watching commercials, right? That's why I'm happy I don't have cable. Okay, yeah. Ooh, everyone says I don't, I don't have cable. Sorry. Ad blocking no, Master Race. So look, 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 if you when you when you oh yeah, nobody watches ads on YouTube either because you're all using ad blocker. So <laughs> um like if you see like the car commercials, like the luxury car commercials, it's always like a GM, two GMCs in the parking lot. Uh, I mean, or a Lexus. Yeah, or a Lexus. Like, let's say Lexus. There's like two Lexuses, and they're in the driveway of like a like an Italian villa with snow on it. Like, so I go to my dad's, and those commercials are always on. So yeah, there you know but what I'm no, talking about. So those come on, and I was like, hey, look, honey, I got us in debt. Yeah, is my favorite thing for like a Christmas for, gift for most of the people. Yes, like I get that it's supposed to target like this is luxury. These people aren't like silicon valley people buying it so what here's what i don't get about the peloton commercial right never mind the controversy those things are expensive. yeah they're i mean okay that's the first thing they're like two thousand dollars it's like thirty dollars a month for the to have somebody go like okay insert name here you're really doing good let's keep going 
All right, you're up the hill. Keep pushing it. Okay. Can you find something like that on YouTube? For a class. Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. White Strut bicycling class. Okay, let's not get into office references. Oh, I love the office. What the hell is this? Oh, me too, man. What? Oh, Luigi over here with the Tinder profile of the year. I like the office. The office, long walks on the beach, (laughs) and dogs. Dogs. I really like your old doggo. Anyways, what I'm trying to say about Peloton. Look at the placement of these Pelotons during these commercials. They're always like dead center in the living room. Like it's the centerpiece of the room. I was talking to my mom. Spend $2,000 on shit. Not the centerpiece of my house. But like these houses are like immaculate. Still. What, what, like you look at the way these houses are set up. It's like they don't look lived in. They look like model homes. And yes. It's just a commercial. Get over it, Dill. Look. Imagine you're going to visit your friend. Actually, no, let's put this hypothetical. You come to visit me. I'm living in... Um, and you're like, I'm so happy to see your place. And everything's like spotless. It's like the most perfect house. But in dead center where a coffee table needs to be by the TV, there's you a... Pe- met your parents? Do you think I'd be surprised that there's a cycle machine in the middle of your living room? Yes, but you know how my house is set up because of my parents. But I'm trying to tell you... As you break my, the immersion of my story, that like we're saying in this hypothetical, there's nothing else in my house. It's just basic set piece stuff. It looks great. It looks like it's like right on better housekeeping. And like dead center, there's a Peloton. I mean, wouldn't you be concerned? I would expect a very fit family. If not, I'd be disappointed. Well, you're coming to visit me, so there is no such thing as family. It's just me if there's living not a alone. Wine glass hole, I know it's never. It's just me living at home with this more statue. And everyone just got real quiet, so. They've been quiet. <laughs> just listening to us bicker. Yep. Oh, fuck. It's like an old married couple. I'm going to tell. Da, da, da. I'm going to tell my husband that was said. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! <laughs> the deal doc's cast again. Oh. We'll be back after these out. messages. <laughs> da, da, da. Dill, you gotta cut out. I just said it again. You gotta cut out my husband's name. No, he's he's just gonna go over it. Go. This me. (laughs) Now recording. Wait, I'm the only one that hasn't done a Christmas story yet. I don't know. Christmas doesn't exist in Texas. Yes, it does. It just doesn't have snow. You have fireworks, don't you? No. So I mean, besides, I mean, Christmas in Texas. You, the big thing was you could drive around anytime you want without worrying about sliding off the road to go see Christmas lights. But, um, and the trees still all had their leaves, which made the lights look really nice in the trees. But, um, I want to say my, what my parents did with, with, was great for Christmas is one of my parents, I was raised by very strict parents. Right. And I would ask her things. My parents would be like, why would we get you that? That makes no sense. You don't need that for your age and stuff like that. Sure. And, but then when it came time for Santa coming, um, my... Keep going. Um, <laughs> but so we had stockings and they would be hanging over the fireplace. And then on Christmas, when you'd wake up in the morning, you'd come out of your room. Well, how my mom would always set it up is the stockings would be set out <coughs> on different furniture in the living room. And it would look like they were almost vomiting out gifts. So the, wow. it would start out small and it would be big. And my mom would make it all but it always be things that my parents were so strictly against that I was not allowed to have, but because I wanted it so badly that Santa got me. Oh, that's quite And nice. that's how my parents kept it alive. But it was something as simple like, 
I mean, born 1995. Um, I Don't wanted dox to... yourself. Oh She's already doxed her husband. I was, I was yeah, you just born in the Details of your you life. You will get rid of what I said about my husband. But What's your husband's name? It. And... <laughs> and You'll flow too. I'm You'll flow too. I'm going to stop you right now. That's not how you talk about my love. <laughs> but... Like, I wanted a crimping iron so badly. What the fuck is a crimping iron? See, you guys being guys would not know what a crimping iron is, but it's like a flat iron, but it um, so had ridges, point? and when you would put it on your hair, it'd make your hair look all lumpy, basically, but many tiny little lumps, a lot. Other girls, though, I don't think many other girls so are listening to this, but other girls would know what a crimping there's like three girls that, that exist that listen to this, so. But I wanted one so bad. And my mom's like, why would I ruin your hair? That's not, I'm not going to get you that. And I put it on my list for Santa. And even though, though my parents always made me make my list in front of them. So before I could write, it was scribbles. They would still make me scribble the list out. But I would always ask for gifts from my parents, <laughs> Wait, it, wait it, looks, it looks like when you watch like the cartoons and they're yes, drawing it. And like, it's hey, like the school. It was like. Show. Or like you're it watching like, like Doug screen. and he's like writing. That's what it looked like, but my parents made me write it in front of them. That way they would know what I'm writing. But I would always ask for things for my parents too. And those were with my stocking gifts also. So I could take it and be like, hey, Santa got me what I wanted and it was for you. And I would hand it to him. My parents always did that also, which it was beer for my dad. And though being a, a 90s kid, cigarettes for my mom. Only 90 <laughs> kids would relate. Or 80s or 70s. Oh, that's but it was me. cigarettes from my mom, too. But yeah. it was things that I knew my parents used a lot. Or my mom liked to sew. It would be extra thread or fabric. and Only 2010 kids would re would remember having to make their parents at, at, asking their parents for vape pens. <laughs> <laughs> but no, those are, those are my only Christmas. I must say, there's nothing distinctively Texas about my Christmas, I don't think. Just growing up middle class is all. Right, so all your stories were from childhood. What? All your all your Christmas stories are from childhood. I just shared. I started with one. Oh, my yeah. favorite Christmas was last Christmas, being super high on painkillers the whole time. Amazing. Do we really have to bring like, this up again? I feel. Was this on purpose or accident? No, no. My my husband ran a light and I was hit by a truck. We were t boned and I was in the hospital mm. for a week. It was. Oh it was my long. god. It was. That's why I say when I have a new liver. Last year, I had I over fifty percent of my liver was crunched in and damaged. So Ugh. my alcohol tolerance is terrible. I'm not upset about it because I, I went to shock immediately of the accident, and I don't remember any of it. So I text I text her because every holiday is a disaster. Um, you texted me on Thanksgiving, and my husband. Yeah, you back. stole a story. So oh, sorry. I was like, yeah, this is like some little thing. I was like, probably shouldn't have been like bothered by. And then, like, I just get a text from Mr. Umi, but it comes up as her name, and it just says, "Like, hey, I want you to let you know that uh, Umi was in a in a car accident. We don't know how she's going to be." I'm like, "Oh, please let me know how it's going. I'm I'm worried." While you're and then he and then and then she signed like a later, and then he forgets to text me for like a week. Oh no! And I'm like, "Is she dead? Is she like? <laughs> oh, it never, was not, oh my god! Never going to be the same. I wasn't eating. I was really scared." I mean, when he says they don't know how it's going to be, if we weren't within five minutes of a hospital because of how bad the internal bleeding was, oh, no. I would not have been here. Mm. So this, this would have been a very sad podcast. It, well, the podcast wouldn't have existed, but this is, I mean, me being a part of all this was because of the accident. Me being like, hey, Dylan, I, I've always wanted to do this. Why don't you get me a part of this? 
which see, I don't have any regrets about the accident except for the scars I have. And then my ribs that never reconnected, but, um, got me to be like, I don't, I wanted to do things I've never been able to do. Now you can go into, well, uh, I'll censor this too. Um. <laughs> Are we yeah, editing I mean, this out? We are editing this out. We're editing a lot of things out. I was say, if we're editing this, I apologize for so much. No, you're fine. Okay. It's cool. It's your podcast, clearly, from what we're talking about here. It's the UmiCast. Yeah, you know, that, you know, that's a really good point, what you're bringing up there. It comes full circle, because you said that you had, like, a bucket list of things you wanted to do. And I think that... um I wanted to talk about another part of the holidays is also the new year. And hey, hey, I, I know. Like, you skip my story. The... I'm trying really hard here. What's your story? What? Kingsey, tell us your story. I'll edit it. I'll splice it in the middle of this here. <laughs> Put it in our midsummer talk. <laughs> like no context. Oh, you okay. know, there's hammers this one time at New Year's. Yeah, so uh, two years ago for Christmas, uh, I was in the Middle East in Bahrain working. Sounds like my life. Go on. Yeah. And uh, we, I was literally, I was visiting a friend. And because we all worked the same nights, we could never see each, each other's bands because I played in a band. And uh, we got fucking fired on Christmas Day. And that's like, all our friends Trying came to visit. Trying to have good vibes on this pod, but. Yeah, all our friends came to visit us. Umi's talking about getting hit by a car. Excuse me, I said it was a great time because I was high as fuck from Thanksgiving to February. I do want to say there is a silver line to this story, getting fired. Okay, keep going. Okay, I got to laugh at all my band because they were, I was always like, okay, we're not going to last it till, we're not going to last till New Year's in this contract. They're going to get rid of us. And everyone was like, oh no, 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 we're fine. We're doing fine. Come on, we're doing fine here. We're going to stay here. And then we're fired on Christmas Day and I just, burst out laughing like i was just literally like cackling and then we i got on stage and then we all went and had like drinks afterwards and everyone was like crying and i was just like i don't want to say i told you so but man <laughs> isn't it funny <laughs> isn't it like cartoonishly evil they fired us on christmas day and that's the sound of the defibrillator on our podcast cast of good vibes i'm trying to get here going so <laughs> now that we've had <laughs> two bad stories in a row of of just Awful times. What I'm trying to say here for my good co-host here, Umi, is... Oh, you touched me. Stop it! Oh, God. Um, <laughs> help me! Help me! I'm, be- I'm being held captive! Um, There's not even food. Stop <laughs> it. God, you don't even feed her. <laughs> she gives me alcohol. That's about it. Eh, close enough. <laughs> close enough. You make, you're making me out to... You're making me... You're not really painting a good picture of me here right now. Is that my job? Yes. I'm supposed to paint a good picture of him? No, you're supposed to paint a terrible picture of him. Now that this this editing job is just colossal, (laughs) I'm glad I'm off. I'm glad I'm off of um, classes now because I'm going to be spending a good while editing this. Record drunk, edit sober. (laughs) That's how I write my essays. I mean, I, I, I got you this know, far. I couldn't drink my entire spring semester. Writing college essays was so hard sober. Oh, no. Don't bring this up again. Do you know how hard it was to make a coherent essay and enjoy what you're talking about sober? 
Anyway. Okay, guys. So yeah. So um, you know, I think Umi makes a really good point talking about um things that she wanted to do uh with the podcast and her writing, which you know everybody knows she had a really successful article she wrote for us here. It did. Um, yeah, it was we, really good. Oh yeah. We have some technical stuff we're trying to work through. Um she wanted to make a cooking video. Um <gasps> and bless his heart i know stin that's been his corner like japanese cookbooks that kind of stuff yeah so i've been trying to kind of wait for like you know um him to get through his his batch of things there because i knew that umi wanted to cook some stuff from like different anime and i didn't want to be like oh yeah here's our video of it which same thing um especially oh, I'm sure. stin's lovely i'm sure if you ask oh no like, stin's, yeah, stin's go a, for it stin's a great like guy. the best boy ever Stin's a great guy, and I'm and so I, sorry I, I, for all the horrible if, shit I've made him watch. Yeah, and if Stin's watching this, I hope <laughs> he doesn't. Des- I if hope anyone hope doesn't deserve to be on the slains, it's him. Hey, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping that I'm hoping the best for Stin, his wife, and their beautiful kid. Oh, um, they just had a baby. Oh, so, yeah. lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, um. What I'm trying to desperately try to get something good out of this, um, into a one last pivot for our podcast. Um, you know, aspirations for the new year. I'm just thinking like, you know, what kind of things do you want to see be it like content creation, your personal life? If you want to divulge, I'm not asking you to share too much here, but like, if you have a goal, you want to share to the world, just let us know. And I'll start with our guests on the other line. Kingsey, do you have any big goals? Um, honestly, I just want to keep doing my job. Um, sure. I'm a professional musician. I right. play contracts in various countries uh the last year i played basically the whole entire year in doha in qatar for nine months right he did some great I, white guy rap i do do <laughs> some good white guy rap uh, but that's yeah. not sarcastic no right he really does it's one of those things i just really i just like traveling and i like seeing things sure. i'm considering doing another cruise a cruise would be fun just to see more places like seeing places in the world it really gets me somewhere like Sure. No pun intended. Like, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. That's that's like, great. I've, ma- I've managed to tick off like thing crazy shit in my life. Like, I've managed to do Burj Khalifa, the Great Wall of China. If you could do anywhere, where would it be? Oh man, that's a good question. Honestly, my I would love to do somewhere like Vietnam. Okay. Because I've never been to I've been to Japan and I've been to China. Sure. But honestly, that that entire stretch of the South China Sea, like the Philippines, Malaysia. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that part of the world, like sure, properly. And um, second to that, I so this is like a long go in the future. I really want to take the the Trans Siberian Highway across. Ooh. I want to go from oh. like England to all the way to the end of Russia. Nice. That does sound like a great journey. I just like traveling, traveling and music. Sure. Those are two things that like I love anime, I love games, but. Traveling if, and music just get me somewhere. And if you, and if you got if you got to travel because of your, you get to travel because of your music, you're doing absolutely everything you love. That that's awesome. Yes. All right, Luigi. How about you? Um. Well, Dill would know this better than anyone, but I've started going to the gym a bit more and doing swimming for physical exercise. So I like to keep that up. Sure. Because I feel I feel good. Yeah. And then I don't feel guilty about stuffing my dirty boy mouth full of food <laughs> um dirty. she said why is it dirty well i don't want to let's just say it has to do with snakes ass cheeks but <laughs> i knew that was coming i fucking knew it 
<laughs> the naked um, one, the liquid one, or the solid one? Solid us, clearly. Y yes. Um, All of them. Um, <laughs> but besides that, what, was the, what was the newest one? Venom? <laughs> Go on, I'm sorry. There, there's there's Punished Snake, too. Don't forget about Punished Snake. Punished Snake. Punished Snake. Hey, um, okay. And I'd like to do more writing for the site. Just right. I haven't done a lot, but I've always enjoyed what I've written. Um, I don't know. I just like to keep doing what I'm doing. And I'm still getting good marks in my classes six years in. So I'd like to keep that up. Yep. So just kind of maintain or improve the status quo, I guess. It's pretty boring, but. No, I get it. Master of all degrees. It's a long road for you. Yeah, frick. Uh, well, as far as like the fitness, do you have like a short term, like, uh, like a certain speed on or distance on the on running or on the elliptical or like um, weight, not, weight or... not really. Um, I just before, like... I, before I say this too, I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm cool with Luigi. We talked about this. We talked about this beforehand, so I don't want somebody to be like, he's shaming everybody. So no, no I, I bring up all my fitness stuff with Dale. Um, no, I just want to like, keep being like active in general, basically. Sure. Because the results come then. Makes yeah. me, makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, sleep better, eat more, all that kind of thing. Right. Um, so I don't like. I don't have like a set goal really. You 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 live the complete opposite to my life. <laughs> I fucking suck. I I was I was like that, but then I was just like, let's just see what happens. And then I I just kind of built it into my routine, and it worked out pretty well. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Umi, what kind of goals do you have for the next year? Well, you know, the one thing I have been, I worked on decent portion of the latter half of this year is um, I applied for the JET program. So my, I would enjoy Ooh. to get into that. But if not, my, my main goal, because I know it's very, oh, explain the JET program. Yeah, I was going to say real oh. quickly, explain the JET program. Um, the JET program is a government, um, like Japanese government with a contract with the U.S. government, other countries specifically, but me being... United States citizen through the U.S. government teaching English in 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 Japan at um, between um, elementary school to high school age groups, and you can be at multiple schools, but it's throughout the whole country. Mm -hmm. But it's at your when you apply. There's about five thousand applicants in the United States, or globally alone, and not, I mean, I think it's about 20% of those get accepted. So you have to remember though, too, I know you have doubts with this and I don't mean to like, this might bite us in the ass later if something bad happens, but like, just keep in mind though, like half of those people are like writing essays where they're like, I really like my waifu Tosaka and I really, <laughs> I really hope that one day I get to meet her. So that's why I want to go and do this program. Like, so like, I yes, a lot of people are applying, but I'm sure like 78 to 80% of them are all just just schmucks just i know fucking waves. i mean yeah. the thing is, i have yeah, the education experience the international <laughs> experience but i don't it's you have that experience yeah, um, but um can we go back to the jet program real quick yeah. no it's fine uh, umi um i also want to apply for the jet program and i'm aiming for 2022 to apply so um just we got that in common pretty cool oh yeah it was <laughs> it was a it was a stress the end it was the most stressful part and then in the end of getting paperwork together was hectic um to make sure you had everything because they're very nitpicky on paperwork um 
But the essay of and you have you're only given two pages in. I take it you're in university of some kind at the moment. I've been through a couple. So you know how to write essays on that scale. Well, imagine having to answer four separate questions that one whole essay could be on in only a two-page essay. So you have to fit those and answer those questions, which have multiple talking points in the question. And you have to answer that in two pages. That was, And that's the your whole application, besides like the experience and anything else that would you typically put on a resume. And you're that's where your whole application is based on. If you even get an interview, is how well you do on this essay. Yeah, what I've heard most people who get called to interviews, it's like the interview is more of like a, like if you get the interview, you're pretty much in already. Yep. And I, I'm, I'm hoping my husband, I mean, he wouldn't come live though. The year 2020 for the experience of the jet program is only a 10 month program because the Olympics has pushed everything behind because Japan's all excited about having hosting the Olympics. Can't blame them on that. Yeah, the release of the new Evangelion. Yeah, I get it. And they <laughs> they pushed everything behind. And so my husband, he he supported me on this of like my dream to do it cuz like the bucket list going back to that. And I this is something I've always wanted to do. Well, since I've heard of it, of course, but that was beginning of high school. And I'm just excited, and I hope I get to it. But if not, I have a backup goal for the year. Which is? Um, to get pregnant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need another drink. Uh, I say I'm a married woman, and then that's that would be my other goal, is to go with on the family way and having a kid. So, oh, this, is way, this is the way he's going to find out, Mr. I, He's going to send in this podcast. Are you about to ask King Cena to be the godparent? Because <laughs> I, I, I am the godparent, first and foremost. Actually, we have a great Dylan is one of the godparents. Yes. Well, I'll be Dylan's other godparent. Um, so she... Um, that's good. I mean, you know... <laughs> no, I, I'm going to edit this out, but this is just going to be censored. My goal for the year is also I would like to become pregnant. <laughs> Do you have your hair ribbon yet? <laughs> oh, my earpiece. Oh. sash thing you wear? I have a hair ribbon right here. I have a hair ribbon right here. Before you start editing this shit out, I think you should literally just make a picture of Solid Snake with a hair ribbon. <gasps> this video. Oh, my God. The pregnant snake. <laughs> pregnant snake. <laughs> no context. Just a hair ribbon Which snake. Which is the fattest the ass. Why don't you just tell everybody what you just did, and so they know the implication of you just did. Grabbed it and I said it in your ear. Do you know what that means? This is pregnant. Finally. <laughs> oh God! It's the real Christmas miracle. Oh, uh, okay. I was invited, and I'm not a terribly serious human being. Well, that that too. All right. So, so. my aspirations for the year, um, um. I have a professional aspiration, like with my current job. Um, I'm up for promotion in a month. And to do that, I have to go through three weeks in a place that, you know, and I'm just going to be forward here on this podcast, talk about it. I don't mean to get super serious at the end of this podcast, but um, I experienced a lot of like mental health 
trauma from some individuals at a location um, where I worked for the first few years of my career. Even though I'm not going to be working with them per se, going back to the same location, uh, same installation, it's going to be really trying. Um, I'm hoping to get through this course. It's two and a half weeks. Um, you know, travel time between it. Um, but if I, I don't say if I get it because that insinuates I might fail. Um, I'm hoping, you know, like here, like when I do it, um, I'm up for promotion. And typically, I don't care much about the promotions. Um, but this promotion in particular would mean a lot because it would require me going to a place that I don't like to think about very often and to overcome something. Um, and besides on top of that, I'm, I'll be starting my master's program. As of tonight of us recording this, I graduated my, I graduated my undergrad. Hey. Um, um oh, stop it. Um, <laughs> but I'm starting a three-year program in January. Um. I wish it was a little bit faster, but uh, you got to do what you got to do to get where you're going. And I'm pursuing career in mental health. But as far as like, kind of like to piggyback off of what uh, Luigi's saying um, about like working for the site, uh, I, I don't know, um, you know, the lands we've realized the last few months that I'll be candid about this, the, the landscape of what we're writing, where we're writing it has been changing quite a bit. Um, I just hope that we can all stay together, still writing. But with that said, I'm also hoping that this podcast in particular takes off. I'd really like to have an RSS feed and maybe even expand upon more than biweekly. Um, that's kind of ambitious, I know. But, um, you know, I've gotten to interview some great people, not only from Anate, but outside of Anate. Uh, some of those episodes haven't come up yet. Um, and this is, you know, none of this would have been possible without Umi making the push for us making a podcast. Because as much as I call it the Dil Kokoro podcast, it's also all of my friends, my, re my you know, my real life friend here, uh, my friends online that have been with me through the worst times of my life. Um, I'm a fake life. And you're not a fake life. Stop it. You're ruining Um <laughs> No, I I, w I was tearing until she said that. So um, that's my job. That's her job. Um, this podcast is more like I, I have my name on it, and somebody on the outside, somebody might think, "Oh, he just wants to talk a bunch and let everybody know his name." But there's a reason I deleted my Twitter. There's a reason I didn't really talk much on here for a while. It's I don't. It's I want to use the Dill Kokoro name to push other content creators and put my friends on pedestals because I have my path that I'm on. And in the meantime, if I can help others, that'd be, but I know that's kind of cheesy, but that's beautiful. Like cheddar. Yeah. Like cheddar. That's right. So we're going to wrap this up here. Um, pretty good long podcast here. It's probably longest we've done. Um, it's Christmas. Yeah, it's the holiday. Merry Christmas. Do you guys have any? Oh, do you guys have any parting shots? Anything you want to be echoed in? Yes, I would like the to halls say of forever. Yeah, um, because you guys talked about like doing stuff for the site. Uh, I'd really like to get the Golden Slains out for before March. Requiem. Oh. You're doing call out. Rack, you're doing a rack, call, you're doing rack, a, rack. You guys are doing a call out at the very end of this really heartfelt yeah, podcast. Let's, let's see if he gets it. If he gets this far. Luigi, uh, you, got any, you got anything for us? 
it, you know, arbitrary deadlines aside, <laughs> that's just here for him. Um, and uh, no, I don't have anything really. Just keep doing what we're doing. I'll, we're good. We'll keep going. Yeah, I think as my um, I put out an article just a couple of days ago about my first year with Annie Tay. Um, and the end of it, I just said like something this good will never go away. Sure. And <laughs> Kinksy made a funny comment about it, but I think it's still true. Sure. That we're gonna <laughs> we'll keep on. We'll right. we'll survive in some capacity because we're too tight to not. Umi, you got anything? Um, say not really, except for though this is, I've only really gotten the experience with the community just recently, but it it's been great, and mm-hmm. I've enjoyed the latter half of this year of writing something for Anate and then doing the podcasts and and having people. I, I would say just. The community all together is has been amazing. I'm surprised, like not in a bad way. So, like I'm I'm glad that there was a good turnout, not even just from us, but like also the the I don't want to say randos, but like when an article gets shared to Kotaku, which is like the two two steps up from our website, mm-hmm. you get the risk of people being like, "Well, actually, I thought that this was a piece of shit, and you should feel bad for writing it." But like well, everybody was. <laughs> Yeah, but everybody, everybody who commented on your, everybody was comment on your articles like, "Thank you for writing this," which is like probably the nicest thing you could tell a writer. And you uh, and you wrote it all yourself. That's and what's that supposed to mean? What do you mean? Wrote it all myself. What did you say? The fuck do you mean? Stop it! You know what I mean? Like, explain your damn self. Oh my goodness! (laughs) I mean, it was a surprise. I mean, I know how the internet is. And I know there's usually people that either are just trolling or just dicks all together, but I'm surprised there wasn't a single comment that was like that. And it kind of made me feel good that other people felt the same about the movie or have had similar experiences. And if you don't know, well, she wrote about a silent voice, um, which I know you wanted to get it out in time for the Kyoto week that we did but i mean you got it out and it had all the same sentiment it was really good i do confess i haven't read it but that's because i haven't seen the film right no i get that i get that we're not wanting to like yeah necessarily it's one of those things where when i've when i've seen the film i will definitely read it it it, it is a thing i um, film i highly suggest um and i'm sure everybody else i'm too busy watching terrible anime (laughs) My part, my parting shot is that this this isn't a this isn't just like a an empty promise. Um, I am going to be really busy these first two months. There is going to be backlog content. I'm going to have articles written that are going to go out. Um, I won't be anywhere near. Um, but I'll also put out podcasts that we've pre-recorded. But once I get back into town around February, y'all better get ready because especially for Comedy Week. Umi and I got some fire prepared. I can't wait for April. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> have some... My birthday month. Ooh, so you better have some prepared. You... Da, da, da. Just saying. Like, and I got to censor that now, too. I'm going to cut this out. We can't know when each other's... People can't know when your birthdays are? No, I'm going to say, like, she'll be, like, April month, and she'll be like, ooh, go to, we'll go to the next thing. Oh. Sorry. That's great. No, that's that's great. Um, that's great, Luigi. Uh, talking about your birthday month. That's awesome. 
So, you know, April, April being our um, comedy week, like I said, lots of good content coming. We got a lot of good ideas. I would have put some ideas out throughout the year. And um, Proton was like, hey, can you maybe save that for comedy week? And with that said, we're going to order strike everything we have. And just, it's just an old to strike shit post first. It's like the ending of IBO if you've seen it. So it'll be <laughs> good. All right, guys. So thank you for joining us. Let's do some quick social media plugs. Uh, Kinksy, where can we find you? Fucking nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing for Umi. So we'll just go and skip Luigi. What? We're going to skip Luigi, yeah? Where can we find you? Um, Twitter, the Mama Luigi one, and on Anytay at the Mama Luigi. Yes, and you all also help us run at Anite Official. I do. I am the main Twitter guy. Um, oh yeah, I'm the main Reddit guy now. Kinksy's the Reddit. Kinksy's the Reddit boy. Yes, Kinksy, that was your opportunity to plug our Reddit. What's Reddit? Oh, it's a uh, slash r slash Anite Official. There you go. And then you can find me at Dil Kokoro. So thank you for joining us for the holidays. Um, Hope you all stay safe. We'll see you in 2020. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Happy New Year. Year. Merry Christmas. Very good, little Christian soldier. And you should never see homepages. You see, the internet was a blessing from the Lord Jesus to spread the word of God throughout the world.